What's going on, guys? Dustin with the LFG 1904 show. Proud to announce our partnership with Law Tigers. If you have been in a motorcycle accident, let's get you the compensation you deserve today and get you back on the road. Go ahead and call this number, 858-306-1986. Once again, that number is 858-306-1986. Law Tigers, nationwide, doesn't matter where you're at. Call that number, LFG. Welcome to LFG 1904 show. My name is Graf. My name is Rafa. And my name is Koti. Let's go. That's <laughs> right. That was that was actually on good. fucking point. I'm <laughs> stoked. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be such a good episode. I can already feel it. How's your day going so far? Um, my day is going well. Uh, you know, the sun's shining, and uh, woke up another day clean. Come on. Yeah. You are also the best dress guest we have ever had really that is a, say that three times fast best dress guest best dress best guest. best dress guest best dress best best, best, best western that's just <laughs> nailed it <laughs> ain't happening <laughs> so eventful day we had dustin here he had to leave family emergency all's gonna be fine he's yeah. good to go however we always like to kick this episode off by asking where are you from i am from claremont damn you're from here yes okay right in this area not oh bad damn. yeah we know a couple of people that used to fucking run around here, run amok. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, my I don't really know. My parents like uh, they don't really tell me much, but my sister tells me a lot. And so apparently, I lived in a trailer in Lakeside nice. when I was a baby. Went to the Indian Reservation, lived there. Nice. Lo- moved to San Carlos, and then I went to Claremont. Okay. Are you native? No, my stepdad was native. Got it. He was um. Uh, yes. There we go. Yes, right on Shout the Indian. Yeah. yeah. Come on, that's our boy. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, so all that, all that happened within like what, like your first year or something. So, um, I bel- it is said that my parents were not together anymore when I was born. Right. Um. The uh, let's see here. So. My dad was either in the army. Yeah, I think he was in the army. And when he came back, my mom had found my stepdad. Yeah. Found yeah. Him, stumbled upon him. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I was born. We were in Lakeside in a trailer or whatever. And then my dad went to the army. And um, when he came back, he couldn't really find us. And my mom was already with Willie, my stepdad. Good old Willie. Yeah. Oh, and man. Yeah. And we were living on the Indian reservation. And Tree stump Willie. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Tree stump Willie. Tree stump, Tree stump Willie. I just came up with that on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what she called him. I was just like, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I w- if I was going to have a nickname, I would want it to be Tree Stump Willie. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was pretty rock solid. How was Tree Stump Willie, though? He He's actually a really awesome person. All right. Glad yeah. to hear. Because yeah. I don't want to give a dickhead a good nickname. Yeah. You know what I mean? Good, good to hear Tree Stump Willie doesn't suck too bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, I really loved him a lot. My sister tells me that when I was younger, um... There was a story where I like I woke him up and um, I was like I want some fucking pancakes, Willie. <laughs> and so then he would put me up on the counter while we were making pancakes, and I'd just be sitting there, and I had these like little uh, pink cowboy boots. So yeah, proper. Th- yeah, super proper. You know. Come on. Yeah, make me some fucking pancakes. Make me some fucking pancakes, Tree Stump. <laughs> <laughs> Stumpy for short. Yeah, dude. Oh, man, Damn. I love that. Yeah. yeah so what crazy. was home life like? Is mom 
a wild child? I'm getting the feeling mom's a wild okay, child. Okay, so... Mm, my mother, okay, so we went to, we moved to San Carlos. I went to this elementary school called Benchley Weinberger. It was a magnet school. And um, my mom would take a lot of pills, and uh, I'm sure she did a plethora of drugs. I mean, I know her and my dad did a lot of meth and stuff, you know. Um, they lived in Barstow for a while. <sighs> There's I nothing yeah. to do up there but meth. Yeah. I was just about to say, they ain't got shit in Barstow. What they got <laughs> in Barstow? They got nothing. A ghost Fucking town. High, uh, what is it? Uh, long travel trucks and meth. <laughs> 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 right? Am I right? That's about it. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, she would, she would take these pills and um, she would just she would just veg out on the couch. Hmm. Um, and so we had these cats and I always wanted these kitties. You know, I, I was obsessed with cats when I was younger. Right. And so um, the cats get sick. And we have to take them to the vet. And so my mom kind of trips out, and she thinks that my oldest sister, Mary, and my stepdad killed the cats on purpose. So she takes me and my sister, Josie, which is the middle child, um, and sh they, she takes us over to my grandma's and my dad's in Claremont. And um, she's like, they're trying to kill the cats, and we need to be over here. So then she goes to a mental hospital, and um, ever since then I've lived with my grandma and my dad. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, but I would go visit her in Georgia. So she went to the mental hospital, um, and then she moved to Georgia. And so I remember being, like, this little kid that, like, I loved to dance, you know? And so I would dance in the backyard with, like, a broomstick. Like, I would take the bottom off, you know? And I would just, like, have, like, a baton, and I'd be dancing. And I'd see these airplanes, and I would think it was my mom, you know? And then one day I, I get a phone call, um... And I finally, like, put the dots together. Like, um, I've gone on these airplanes to go see my mom. Now she's calling me on the phone, so she's not in the airplanes anymore. You know? Mm. just clicked. Yeah, it clicked. Oh, <laughs> I'm dumb. Anyways, <laughs> where's that broomstick at? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's go dance. <laughs> let's go dance. Go make me some pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Willie! <laughs> the goddamn pancakes, Willie. Yeah, whatever happened to Willie? Um, well... Willie is, uh, he's dead now. Oh, damn. Yeah. So my mom lived in Georgia with him for a while, and he took care of her for a very long time. Um, and then uh, I moved out there when I was, like, 15, turning 16. Mm -hmm. And uh, Where in Georgia, by the way? Uh, Marietta. Oh. The suburbs. Yeah, right outside of Atlanta. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Someone pulled my hair. When I lived out there, I went to a house party, and they pulled my hair. Like, I went on the stage because there was a stage, and I was like, I'm a screamo, you know? Yeah. And I was like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> and they were like, fuck this, get off the stage, and they, like, pulled my hair down. Yeah. Not chill. Not chill, man. Yeah. I'm from no. the South. It's not, it wasn't a good time for us seeing kids. No. No, they didn't like us too much. Yeah. It was rough. Super yeah. weird. I thought, when I moved out there, I thought everyone was, like, from Hillcrest because they <laughs> wore the... <laughs> You know, like the um, collared Hollister shirts. Very fancy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy how you switch coast and then it's like, you're not, you're not gay. You certainly dress like the gay boys out in California. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 I remember showing up to high school out there and I, th and I was like, I'm a greaser, you know? So I went through this phase where I'm, I'm like a greaser, you know? And so I went to school the very first day wearing like a, 
a pencil skirt, a white pencil skirt, and mm-hmm. then these red high heels. They were, like, super tall. And then it had this horror pop shirt on, and it said, Psycho Bitches Out of Hell. <laughs> and it had these, like, victory rolls, and I walked up in there, and I was like, I'm Cote, and I'm from California. Yeah. I'm sure that was well-received. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got the same exact friends that I had out here. That's dope. You know, like this, I got the same type of people, you know, Stoners. yep, yep, smoking the weed, smoking <laughs> the ganja, <laughs> the old devil's lettuce. Yeah, man. Damn. So, yeah, it's it is. Uh, so I went out there. My mom, you know, she. She went through a lot and uh, sh- at this point in her life, she. She wasn't really there, you know what I'm saying? Um, and she had schizophrenia, uh, mm. bipolar. And so she she didn't shower for the entire year that I was there. And her hair got into, like, this knot. And she thought people were, like, on the, on the roof. And, um, yeah. So I, I ended up moving back to California. And, uh, and eventually, a few years later, well, my, my stepdad divorces her. And she has to, like, move to her mom's in Gainesville. Florida? Yeah. No, Georgia. Gainesville, Gainesville Georgia. Oh. Yeah. And um, she ended up going to jail and the mental home again and all these different things. Um, and apparently Willie dies during this time. Fuck. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, like, I don't even know when he died, like, what day or anything like that. Just know that he's passed away now. Damn. So Sounds yeah. like a rock star, though. Yeah. Tree Stump Willie held it down. Yeah. Yeah, to put all that, yeah. I mean, <laughs> held it down for a year. You know the lead singer of uh, Will's band? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what Willie looks like. <laughs> he just got Steve. a new nickname. Hey. Yeah. Tree, tree Stump Steve. <laughs> tree Stump Steve. <laughs> I, and all the t- like. Doesn't have the same ring, but. Yeah. Which band? <laughs> Sprung Monkey. Okay, the, yeah. the main band. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. The I'm like, band. dude, you look like my stepdad. Make me some fucking pancakes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Make me some fucking pancakes. See, I right there. Fucking pr- no. Damn it. <laughs> the buttons are done. Damn yeah, it. and when my sister met him, too, like, a few weeks ago at, at a show, y- she was all, oh, my God, <laughs> you look like my stepdad. And oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, and he's just like, you guys are funny. <laughs> this is weird. Okay, I s- I have the internet. <laughs> I know what the stepdad thing is. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. So you go to live with grandma and dad from a very young age and on. What was that like? Um, because that's where th- that's where most of our stories start, right? Is our yeah. adolescence. Yeah, you know, I ditched school even in elementary school. Really? Yeah, oh. there was a neighbor that had these. Uh, she made these awesome bologna sandwiches, mm. so I'd fucking I'd miss the bus, you know, and then I'd have to go over there and eat bologna sandwiches. And I could take naps. I'm <sighs> seeing a I'm seeing a trend here. Yeah, pancakes, bologna sandwiches, <laughs> like what? You have a trend. Yeah. I think your thing's yeah. food. Yeah. You got snacks? Yeah. <laughs> Cote will hang out. Right? <laughs> and so my dad was, uh, sometimes he was off the handle. You know, like you, like if, like sometimes if I hear a loud bang when at Carrie's house, like if someone closes the door really loud, then my body is still like, oh, shit. You know, because dad's about to come down the hallway and fucking yell at us or throw mm. something. You know what I mean? And so... Um, my Nana, she she helped raise us. I remember sitting in her rocking chair, like, fully, like, over her, you know, and just, like, falling asleep like that. Um, I loved my Nana. She made rice pudding. 
Come on. Right, come here we go. On. You know, um, she was a great cooker, and we would, like, travel with her and my grandpa to Missouri to the Lake of the Ozarks. Um, so I grew I, I kind of, you know, I grew up with my nana, like, being pretty significant for a while, and then she passes away. Oh, damn. Yeah. How, so how old were you when she passed away? Um, I was still in elementary school. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Man, right when you're figuring shit out. Um, yeah. yeah you know? And so then my grandpa, who, they were together for a while, for a very long time, yeah. always together, you know? And uh, he went right back into drinking. Mm-hmm. So um, that kind of sucked, you know what I mean? And so here's my dad with these three daughters, and um, we get to grow up in that house, though. You know what I mean? Um, my dad was pretty funny. Like, he he would come down the hallway, and he would, like, come and talk to you and, like, rub his back on the corner of the wall, and he'd, like, fart, you know? Uh so it's like a roughneck dad, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, you know what I mean? And he always played this video game called Quake. Yeah. So weird because he would do like do the mouse with his left hand and you would just hear him in there in the in the room like clack, 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 clack. And like there's like uh capture the flag quake arena, you know what I mean? Yeah. So he was so super into that, stoner. Um he had weed plant in the backyard. Uh that's how I first smoked weed was I took some of that weed plant off and rolled it up. Really? Yeah, man. Did it work? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. They always say you don't get high your first time. Yeah. I don't believe that because I got so fucking high <laughs> my first time. It's like vividly burned into my brain the first time I smoked weed. <laughs> like, I just remember hitting this little, like, coffin. It was a coffin little wood pipe, and we had some snickle fritz. And we're on, like, my buddy. Snickle fritz. Yeah, what is, is that? Is this like a some dirty south thing? No, Virginia. Beach? It's like the Pineapple Express movie. Like, oh, he doesn't oh. get the Pineapple Express. He gets the Snickle Fritz. Yeah, it's the bullshit. The it's mids. Oh, the, the mech. Reggie. The Reggie. The Labo. All yeah, that. my dad had that mech. Yeah. yeah. Uh, see, y'all had Mexican brickweed out here. We mm-hmm. didn't. We had that, but like two months older, and yeah, even more dog shit. Totally know, stale. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm from New York. We had shit weed. Yeah. So uh. <laughs> that shit was I shit ripped weed. this fucking coffin pipe. And I just remember the the fuck. We're on my buddy's back deck. His mom is out fucking raging. She was. They were partiers at this house, so we were always able to stay there. Right. And I just remember the light, the lamp post, and I just like zoomed in, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Burned in my brain forever. And then like my buddy Alan, it was at Kurt's house. Buddy Alan had eaten like strawberry ice cream, muffins, cookies, and like a bunch of other shit. Yes. And like I'm high as fuck. And, like, we're laughing, and everything's good to go. And then Alan's like, oh, I don't feel so good. And I remember looking over and seeing this fool projectile vomit into the garbage uh. disposal. <laughs> right oh, into the sink. It was shit. like, oh, fuck. This is not chill. This is not fun <laughs> anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. Make That's it stop. Yeah. What, what's your, uh, what was your um, favorite munchie? Oh. Mm. Yeah, you're a food. Uh, this is... I loved pretzels. Can't knock it. I still like pretzels. I love a good pretzel. Yeah. Soft, crunchy, doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I loved pretzels. Uh, you know? But yeah. I also loved soda. <laughs> and my dad would, like, hide these soda cans in his room. And I would, s- literally, when he was asleep, I would I would crawl in there. You know what I mean? And I would steal soda. Damn. Yeah. Like Army crawl. You, you know? had an addictive personality from the jump. Yeah, oh, yeah. He had a waterbed, too. That, that thing was... Uh, that thing was pretty cool, man. Uh, did it pop? 
No. When it went down? I mean, it should have popped with all the women that he had over. Oh, my Whoa. God. Whoa. <laughs> you got to see that, too? <laughs> Sick-ass fool. Damn. You know, as an adult, though, have you ever laid in a waterbed? Not that no. comfy. No. No. Not that comfortable. Mm-mm. Right? When, you're a, kid, cool. when you're a kid, it's and fucking dope. Yeah. Also, would not like to have sex in that. No. No, that's fucking it's always moving. Yeah. Girl, I'm going to get you eventually. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> Stop moving. <laughs> Stop wiggling. Yeah. Not you know interested. Your weed story reminds me of when, uh, okay, so there was these girls, and we always would like be like, okay, I'm going to stay up longer than you. You know what I'm saying? So we'd do like a three-day thing. Oh, you break thing. night? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we'd like sneak out and stuff, and we're like, I'm going to stay up longer than you. So we'd sneak out. We'd I'd take my dad's weed, we'd smoke it, you know what I mean? And then as we're walking home, any car that comes home, you got to jump behind shit, go on people's porches. Sometimes, one time I had to jump in a backyard because there was a cop car. So I jumped in a backyard, but I went through every single backyard to get to my backyard. Smart. You know? So I get all the girls to come over to my house, um, and we're all at my house, and we're high as fuck. And I had, like, a pitcher of orange juice and pancakes. (laughs) And I was like, you got. And they're all, they're all, what? And I'm just like, I don't know. And I just peed. You just pissed yourself? I just pissed myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 that was all legendary. That is a legendary move. Yeah. It's like, now who wants some fucking pancakes? <laughs> Tree stump Willie style. Yeah, dude. Why, 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 why can't I envision, I can actually envision Graf doing that. Right? I can actually envision you like, it's all right. I know what to do. <laughs> just peeing on yourself. Because sometimes I feel <laughs> like I did shit just to fucking talk about it later. You know what I mean? Right. For sure. Damn. Yeah. I I am notorious for doing that. My friends, as I grew older, they w- we had this thing that was like, no balls. You won't do that. And as soon oh. as somebody said that to me, I was usually half cocked to begin with. I would do whatever it was. So I've done the aqua dump and hotel pools at the oceanfront. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you're familiar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And I, I've shit in a cat box. Oh, wow. <laughs> Pissed in it, too. Because my fuck, my sisters, we would go on these road trips, right? And, I, and like, we'd get home. Someone would get the sink. Someone would get the bathroom, the toilet. Someone would get the fucking. Oh, my God. The bathtub. And there was a cat box. So I just fucking shit in that. And peed in it, too. It just perfect. to piss your sisters off? Like, who took a shit in the cat box? <laughs> who? Yeah. Just to say I fucking did Where it. are you in the in the th- in the within the mix? Are you the middle or the youngest? I'm the youngest. You're the baby? Yeah. You're a fucking terrorist. Yeah. Oh my god. It's like, oh hey, <laughs> you gotta clean the litter box? Huh. Have fun. <laughs> I've been saving that for two days. Been eating nothing but pretzels and pancakes. <laughs> Come on. I didn't give a fuck. The litter box smells like battery acid. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Smells like soda pop and fucking pretzels in here. Coty, I was not prepared. (laughs) I was not. (laughs) What's wrong with the cats? They won't shit in the litter box anymore. I don't know. Somebody asserted (laughs) dominance on it. Cats fucking didn't fuck with you no more. Who's the alpha now? <laughs> okay, but but listen, I acted like I know what an aqua dump is. I acted like I know what an aqua dump is, okay? But I would imagine you just, sh- like, shit in the pool. You jump in the pool and take a shit and then leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did that. You're a fucking savage. Yeah. 
at the Cavalier in Virginia Beach, and if anybody <laughs> knows that, it's like a prestigious, like yeah. massive hotel. I aqua dumped the Cav. Yo. Um, I've chugged like IHOP used to bring you out warm syrup. I don't yeah. know if they still do that. Well, this one came in a fucking, and I was hammered drunk for my buddy's 21st birthday, and they brought it out in a styrofoam cup, and I was like, I'll chug it. And they were like, no balls. So I chugged that. I've also chugged salsa. Oh, like, God. Yeah. I've, yeah. But it was East Coast salsa, so it's like not that crazy. Mm, it's like yeah. salsa fresca. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I've done a lot of dumb shit. I've done a lot of dumb shit. I don't think yeah. you can top that. I can't top shitting in the cat box. That <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking hey. died, bro. That's best hey. dressed, that's best the story. Most that's right. the most I ever laughed on this show. Yeah. I've never. <laughs> that was. I fucking near cried, dog. Yeah. She, she <laughs> came out of left field with that. Yeah. that. I I also remember this. Uh, okay, so like when I was younger, my dad had these girlfriends, you know, and they had these kids, these daughters, and like um, I was very bitches. yeah, I was very curious about uh, my dad's like magazines and stuff, you know, and my dad had la- like a lot of computers and stuff. And so, like, me and the and the girlfriend's kids, we were very curious about that stuff. You know what I mean? And uh, so I wa- I, we tried to get the little, the girl, one of the neighbor girls down the street to, like, be curious with us. And she kind of, like, wasn't. You know what I mean? Sounds and like a snitch. Yeah. And I was, <laughs> and I, like, tried to, like, yeah. I had one of those uh, princess things over my bed with the, the, Net, yeah, right. And I tried to like kiss her, she like ran away. So I got, I was like, Man, fuck her, you know, Man, fuck that bitch. Yeah, so I go out at night and uh, and th- they had like perfect lawn, like fake grass. So I shit on the lawn <laughs> and I put flowers in it. Oh my god, what the fuck is happening, Koti? Are you, like, telling us stuff that you've never told anybody before, or no. is this common knowledge? Oh, I tell it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell people. I don't give a fuck. I told you, man, I'm impulsive. I'll just tell. I'll just say it. You know what I mean? I'm blown away. I got. I am never going to get on your bad side, because I don't want you to shit in a brown paper bag and leave it on my doorstep. <laughs> Dude, fuck that. She'll probably shit inside of the windshield. Fucking yeah. Thing. Like they just, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. My sister's husband calls it a uh, Sparks oh Shit Thirty. What's that? What? Like, like it's a uh, Shit Thirty because oh. we're always shitting. That's a thing. Yeah. It's we're humans. Thing. Jesus. Yeah. So we, I thought we were like entering your lezzy phase. Nope. No. Just your revenge phase. This is my revenge phase. Yeah. Love it. I, I did have a serious lezzy phase. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, let's see here. Oh yeah, we got we. Where are we? We haven't even touched down into drugs yet. No, we haven't. This is not good. D- hold on, hold on. Fortunately, you're <laughs> constipated for most of your drug use. Yeah. You know? Hold on. So you, around all this time, this is just you. Yeah. That's just me. High, <laughs> drunk. No? No. No. Just shitting in cat boxes. Sending Yeah. It. Playing with batons. Come on. Looking at hustlers. But I, uh, so I, I pretty much had an addictive personality, you know what I mean? From and I always wa- I wanted to get into everything. My nana would lock the door and like go on these trips. I wanted to get in there, you know. <laughs> and when I why is it locked? I, yeah. What's in there? Why is this locked? What are they hiding? You know? Yeah. What's underneath the bed? Yeah, I remember like taking cement from the neighbor's house at nighttime. I like planned it all out. I was gonna go take this cement, bring it back to my house, and then like 
and I played with it like I was, uh, like it was a potion, you know, just mixing it around. And uh, me and my neighbors, we would throw, we would make stink bombs and throw them at each other. One time they peed over the wall. They peed over the brick wall. What a bastard. Or maybe we did. Jesus. <laughs> I'm not sure, man. I don't know. You'd have to ask my sister that one. But right. What's yeah. the age difference between you and your sisters? Okay, so my sister Josie, um, she's actually, I was born on her birthday. No. Oh so right. we're three years apart. Oh, now I was born on her birthday. Yeah. I'm sure she <coughs> loves that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I had a dream about her last night, too. That's crazy. Good dream? Um, yeah, it was kind of weird. Uh, you didn't shit on her doorstep, <laughs> did you? <laughs> no. no. Still an option, though. <laughs> Still, Still an, an option. option. Oh, my God. Um, and then my sister Mary, she was born in 1987. Oh, I'm 91. She's like four or five years older than me. Four years. Four <laughs> years, yeah. Yeah, and then we also have another sister. She's the oldest sister, but we never really uh, – well, my sister Mary lived with her, but she moved to Georgia. I have a niece from her, um, and her name's Brandy. She's mm. cool, you know. Um, Brandy, <coughs> Mary, Josie, Coteen. Yeah, all the E. Got you know? it. Yeah. So, yeah, man, like, um, I, al- I always just – you know, if my sister Josie wanted anything, um, she – I would go and I'd get it. You know what I mean? Like right, right. You two sound like the tightest. Yeah, we were pretty tight. We were pretty tight. I always looked up to Mary, my older sister, like and Josie. Mm-hmm. Josie was very smart. Um, she always went to school. She has two degrees. Um, one's in finance. One's in media, fine arts. So it's both two different sides. You know what I mean? Um, Mary is very creative. Um, she is super funny. She's super out there. Uh, she's an in- she uh, majored in interior design, but now she's going to school to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. So they're both um, pretty awesome women, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they helped, like, raise me. Yeah. You know? Um, my dad, uh, he ended up getting disability. So he was a, um electrician. Electrician. Mm-hmm. Electrician. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that one better. <laughs> yeah, he was an electrician. And, um, yeah, he, he actually worked in the, at those big boobs, the San Onofre. Yeah. He worked in the very top of them. Oh boy. You know what I mean? So his back was fucked up Mm. and he has arthritis and like, you know, um, but he was always, uh, smoking his weed, you know, get disability. Blazing the kush. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I remember also I, I, uh, I showed him how to make, uh, weed cookies one time. And then he just went with it. He was like, all right, yeah, cheesecloth. And then he just started to do his own thing. And so when my grandpa moved back in with us, because he left for a while with my uncle, once he he had started to drink, once my Nana died, you know, again, he started to drink again. He was in the Navy. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when he came back and we were taking care of him, uh, uh, we would give him these weed cookies. Mm. Sometimes you would see him in the middle of the night. Trying to get into the jar. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get them weed cookies. Yeah. Come on, G-Paw. I know what you're doing. Get away from the cookies. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, that's – I also remember really loving clothes. And so, like, when I'd get in trouble, my Nana took away my clothes from me. She hid them in the rafters. Um, And so I had to wear, like, the same outfit for a whole week to school. I remember having these nightmares where I'd be like, oh, my God, I don't have any shoes, <laughs> you know? But it wasn't so. It wasn't real. That's so crazy that that happens to you as women, at like, troublemakers. Because that happened to my lady, Bethany. If she got into it, they would take her records, and then they would take her clothes. Yeah. And do she would have to wear, like, basic shit. 
And that was like the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. I so imagine. the end of the world. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm good with, with like whatever. Yeah. My mom would just lock me in the house and I would get on her fucking nerves until she's like, just get the fuck out. <laughs> just leave. My mom would send me across the country. Yeah. 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 That happened to me. Yeah. Once. <laughs> and and like my dad had to like, he had to like nail my window shut from the outside. Oh boy. Or screw it. It's yeah. a screw. Right. Um, I didn't care. Because uh, I just waited till he went in the shower. I took his keys, skated up to the liquor store, made duplicate of the keys. You know those gates? Um, you can have gates on your windows, right? I think they're for a f- what are uh, secure for breaking in. Breaking in, yeah. right? Um, so we had one in the back door, and there was a deadbolt. You know, so if he locked that, I couldn't leave. Well, I can now. Yeah. You know, because I I got a duplicate key. You know, oh, wow. just <laughs> put those back in there while you're in the shower, and uh, all's all's good and well you yeah. know um so now so now at this point you're you're in middle school what was high school like high school well okay so in middle school that's when i had this friend um named trevor price i mean well i don't know if we should put last name uh, i will breeze over that uh tp tp um he <laughs> he skateboarded and um i thought he was the coolest thing and he taught me how to skateboard we drank his dad's uh Smirnoff Ice one night, nice. you know, and um, his dad's Smirnoff Ice. Yeah, Damn. out of the cooler. Nice, you know, and uh, and so that we would so we all started to sneak out, skateboard, sneak out. Um, we'd get like bottles of wine, you know. We couldn't open them, so we like there push was the cork into the bottle. That too, or yeah. you break it over a strainer, <laughs> and then like it's strained all the. Into a bucket. Smart. I rem- I think I remember doing that. Savage. You we know? used to just push the cork in there, and you would have to drink pieces of the cork. That's smart. Yeah. You know, that's smart stuff. Yeah. Um, those space bags. Yeah. You know, you smack, smack the bag. Yeah. Um, and so then we um, <coughs> I remember in middle school, I ditched a lot then too, and uh, we smoked a lot of weed, drank. Going into high school, so I really loved to dance. Right. 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 <coughs> And um, my sister was like, okay, we're going to get you an audition for SCPA. So I ended up auditioning for the School of Creative and Performing Arts. And um, I didn't know what I was doing, you know. And I had made this entire, like, solo, and I was going to perform it. And mm. then the day came, and I, w- and I like, didn't bring my CD. I was like, fuck, I'm not going to do it. No way. You know? <coughs> so we get there, and, like, I just basically, for the audition, I was on the ballet bar, and I just – did whatever ev- everyone else was doing in front of me. I copied, right? Because I grew up, like, copying Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera on the TV. Right. That's That was my thing. Like, pause, copy, pause, copy, make my own shit, um, show my nana, show my dad, right. record myself. Um, <coughs> or I'd make, like, Trevor and Michael watch me in my backyard with a baton and a, and a fucking stool, you mm. know? Um, but, yeah, so I auditioned for that, and then... The time came where everybody did their solos, and I was like, dude, I got to do my solo. So I asked this girl, can I get, um, can I use one of your songs on your CD? She's like, yeah. And so I just freestyled to it and made it into the high school. Damn. Yeah, it's super cool. I had this amazing um, dance teacher. Um, <coughs> she was, she was freaking badass for modern dance. Um, and... So I go to high school at SCPA, but I have these friends in Claremont, and so I still wanted to ditch all the time, you know what I mean? <coughs> so I'd go and take the bus all the way there, and I'd go to dance class, and then I would, like, ditch, <laughs> you know? 
And uh, I would drink Mad Dogs. I remember this guy named Pepe, La, Pepe Le Pew. He was tiny, you know? And we would, like, smoke weed, um, drink. And at this time, uh, I ended up doing, like, shrooms and ecstasy around this time, too. Right. You know? Um, and we would go down to the bay or just, like, different parks and people's houses, and we were just doing shrooms and ecstasy. I remember there was one 420 I ditched school, and I went over to my friend Michael's house, and I did a whole eighth of shrooms, and I was tripping balls. And this guy, Mondo, like, he drove us over to his house. Right, right. <coughs> um, and they were like, okay, we're going to go get everybody from Claremont High School. So I stayed at Mondo's house, and I was like, I was like, oh, you should put on uh, Jeepers Creepers, man. Wow. That's not chill. Right? <laughs> Because my mom loved scary movies, so right. I was like, "Let's watch scary movies." You know, um, wasn't How did a that feel? it wasn't a good idea. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I and I was tripping. By the time like Trevor was my my best friend for a very long time, and um, I remember him being on the couch, and I was looking over at him, and like he had no legs, you know, and I was just scared of him. What? I'm sorry. Is that supposed to be red? Yeah. Oh, my my bad. And then, uh, so I was totally scared of him, and I was like, what the, f and I was looking, I'm like, what the fuck, you know, and, uh, this is my best friend, but he has no legs, you know, mm -hmm. and, like, nobody's saying anything, and then, uh, and all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, I go, shut the fuck up, Harley, and, like, Harley's sitting over there, and, like, we're just all tripping on shrooms, and, um, I go out to, the Trevor's like, you want to smoke a cigarette, so we go out into the front yard, and we just uh. smoke, the whole world's condensed, it was small at this time, mm -hmm. you know, and so, to get out of that, I ended up to doing ecstasy, the candy flipping or whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so some some things happen. Um, I meet I meet some people down the road uh, that lived in the same neighborhood. Um, and I ended up going over there, and, like, we – we would do shrooms and stuff, and uh, <coughs> he had all the good weed. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, wow. Because my dad had mech, so this guy had, like, the best weed. And um, and then uh, I end up getting pregnant. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yes. And so um, I have to – I go and I get an abortion. And um, so I moved to Georgia for that. You know, that's what took you out to Georgia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It. And like I was all I got suspended from the SCBA f a bunch of times. You know what I mean? Like and like one time that I was suspended, um, they called me and I remember sitting in my garage and I'm like smoking cigarettes. And they're like, are you home? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, because somebody broke into all these locker rooms over here at the school. And, uh, and like I hadn't done it. You know what I'm saying? But like that's basically like. What the reputation you had built yeah, for yourself. You know what I mean? And so that kind of fucking sucked, you know? Um, so I moved to Georgia and um I get an abortion out there and I remember going down to this hospital, like down in the very bottom of it and having this abortion. It was kinda like it's kinda dark and dim. You know what I mean? It was it was pretty weird. Right. Um and and then I end up staying at my mom's in Georgia and like um, I remember my sister leaving and like I was putting all my stuff. She goes back to California, you know. She flies with me there, goes back, 
And I'm like in my walk-in closet in in Georgia and Mm -hmm. I'm like uh, putting all my stuff away and I find some like um, some weed that I had rolled up and like because I would hide joints everywhere in my room, you know? Smart. Yeah. So I found that. So I smoked it in that in that closet. And I remember that feeling of like, what the fuck Mm. is my life? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I so what the whole time you're in Georgia, you're not doing anything. You're not doing drugs or oh no, weed, nothing. I totally did. Oh, totally did. Oh yeah. But it was like as soon as you got home, it's like fuck, here we are again. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I well, I was out in Georgia and like I was putting all my stuff away in that in my walk-in closet, and I found that weed, and I started smoking it, and I was oh. like, what is this? I was ter- like, I didn't have anyone. My mom's kind of not really here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My stepdad Willie is, uh, he always stayed in his room. At this point in life, right. And so it was just very, w- I didn't have my sisters. I didn't have my dad. It was all unknown. You know what I mean? So I go to high school out there, find the same group of people smoking weed. Um, but at this point, I start to do Xanax. And um, so we do a bunch of Xanax. We drive around. Um, hours go by. I'm, I fucking wake up one time. I'm like halfway in my window, halfway out of it, like like hanging on the bed, you know? Um, and like before that I had just done like a YouTube video where I'm like, like doing a shotgun in a, in a beer, you know, and I'm like, watch me do this, you know? And like, um, yeah, that's how, that's how it was. And I found the same type of people. We partied and, um, and like, I, I dropped out of school, Mm. you know? Um, and. What grade did you drop out? I think it was like, I think it was 10th grade, 10th or 11th. I'm really bad with time frames. I'm because like my it was all fucking chaos. You know what I mean? There, there was no. There's, there's. If I sit there and really think about it, I could think of all the time frames. But yeah, yeah. It was either like tenth or eleventh grade. Um, I'm pretty sure eleventh because I was like, I was sixteen going on seventeen when I moved back out here. I was seventeen. Right, right. Yeah, and so I come back out here. I end up um. I end up graduating through charter school, and uh, best decision, right? Because I can right. actually get shit done. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at this point, I find cocaine, mm-hmm. and I fall in love with cocaine. And uh, I remember I auditioned to be Elmo and Abby Cadabby at SeaWorld, mm. but I was too short for Elmo, so I was Abby Cadabby for f- a few years. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was super cool, but I had to do a hair follicle test. And so I was like, fuck, dad. And, I, and like, I had to tell my dad, like, well, I think it's from weed, you know, but really I'm tripping on this Coke, you know? Because mm. um, at <laughs> this point, the, the weed when I moved back out here was too fucking potent, mm. you know? Yeah. Like, it was, it was getting there in Georgia, and, like, I remember throwing up. Like, we sat around and, like, passed around blunts. I remember throwing up out there. Um, but I just was like, I'm good on the weed, you know? Right, yeah. right. So um, I just start doing this cocaine. And so anyways, he drives me to one of those smoke shops. I get the stuff for your hair. I do baking soda, all that stuff. And I pass a hair follicle test. Sick. Yeah, and it's good for like three years, you know. So here I am at SeaWorld, and I'm, uh, I'm uh, performing as Abby Cadabby. And it was, it was a really great time in my life, you know. Um, a lot of fun times. and But I remember doing so much cocaine that like, Sometimes I would have to call out, you know, so they could never keep me on full time. I always had to re-audition every season. 
Oh, wow. Oh, you know, because I was so inconsistent, so unreliable. Right. But I was, like, this great performer. So, like, I see a lot in my life now where um, my dance teacher in in uh, high school, she was, like, like, I got suspended one time, and, and she was, like, well, can she do in-house suspension? Like, come to school, sit in the office, because I want her to be in this dance, you know? Right. Um, and so there was a lot of times where I had all this potential that people saw, mm-hmm. and but I was just, re- like, wreaking havoc, mm. you know? Um, there's a lot, there's a lot of times in my life where I, I could have done a bunch of things, but it just didn't go that way because like drugs like were first, you know, and adrenaline was first drugs and adrenaline. Um, so cocaine was pretty apparent in my life and, um, I did that for many, many years, um, and drinking, you know, and then like, I remember having to come home one day and my fucking tooth falls out and so i start tripping and i think that it's from the drugs which it probably is you know i'm not brushing my fucking teeth at this time right right yeah and so i have to tell my dad and he's like what'd you do and he like names off all the things heroin meth you know and i'm like no no and i'm and i'm like it's just cocaine you know and he teaches me how to like throw up you know because once the cocaine wears off you're drunk as fuck you know so he teaches me how to like throw up i throw up in the toilet um i feel a little better I have some soup, and um, but now I know, you know, that I'm going to be really drunk if I continue to drink a lot while I do cocaine. Right, right. Oh so yeah. I just did cocaine all the time, you know? Right. And uh, let's see. So then my family wants me to li- – oh, and I'm like – I was on this burlesque team for a while. That was, like, super rad. And I was working at SeaWorld. Um, and then my family wants me to, like, go to school for something, you know? And, like, I had gone to Mace College for a few things, you know, but I didn't really finish that. So I go up to uh, uh, Temecula, and I go to hair school, mm. Paul Mitchell, yep. you know? And um, I live with my sister Josie in Fallbrook. And... Uh, I had this boyfriend, and i that's when I learned how to drive a stick shift. My dad gave me his truck, his forerunner. Nice. And so, like, I would have to drive that to school every day. So it was just, like, I'd be, like, on these hills, <laughs> like, stuck. Stuck. You know? And I'd be like, and these people would be, like, honking, and be like, just go around, man. <laughs> go around. Because, like, I'm literally going to fall backwards into you. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, nothing more fun than having to use all three pedals at the same time. Yeah. Like, hold the brake, rev the shit out of it, dump the clutch, and just fucking get it going. Yeah, dude. Yeah. But that thing was sick because if you fucking uh, run out of gas or something, like, you can just coast. You can just uh, pop the clutch, you know what I mean, to restart it. You know, I had a starter wire that f- stopped working or whatever. My dad, like... Taught you how to bump start? <laughs> yeah, taught me how to bump start. We also had this, like, red wire that came out that you, like, put on the battery to get it started, you know? <laughs> nice. Yeah, dude. So, like, ah. one time I thought I had it, like, in neutral. I didn't. I had it in first gear. And <laughs> started <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid. Been there, done that. Yeah. The motorcycles, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I embarrassed the shit out of myself. Uh, I went up. I was up in Portland doing shows. And there's like a whole crew of dudes up there, solid ass dudes, and they 
had a bike for me and they let me ride and we get to like this like ski resort and it's time to leave and i have the homie's bike and i'm i got it by the handlebars i left it in first gear and i went to fucking started at lurch fort almost knocked over another dude's bike and they're like oh way to go fucking lfg fucking yeah. idiot uh, <laughs> like, ah, great i'll never live this down that's wonderful yeah i love that truck too i remember like and so i would drive it to go see that boyfriend all the time like fuck that guy Fuck that guy. Mm. I would drive up to Rancho Cucamonga. Oh, God. <laughs> Dude, so my that's dad. That's a yeah. fucking drop. That's a miss. Right. Right. Yeah, what do you mean that's not that bad? And, he, and Bro, by the sounds <laughs> of it, it's from sounds Temecula. Like yeah, it's not so bad. Oh. Like he, an hour. He's from the IE. And yeah. It's all, yeah, dude, the IE, it's sick. It's not sick. No, it's a sh- it's shitty ass traffic. San Diego is God's country. <laughs> <laughs> This is God's country. <laughs> Jesus, you're not even from. That's weird because I pay taxes here. <laughs> I'm from here now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, you can shoot your gun anywhere over there. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like how? It's like Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could do that out here too. Yeah, you could do that out yeah, here too. Yeah, you could. Yeah. yeah. East County, East County built different. Yeah. I don't know about you. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, I mean, there's a lot of people that are just pulling out guns wherever the fuck they want nowadays, and that's scary. Yeah. You know. Better strap up. Yeah. yeah. Well, back like to this toxic boyfriend, as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, he sounds like a real fucking treat. A real winner. Yeah, he, he, was in the, he was in the military. His oh, name yeah. was Roger. Roger? But before that, I had another boyfriend named Roger. Got a thing for Rogers? I had a thing for Rogers. Rogers, pretzels, and fucking pancakes. <laughs> Roger on. Dodger, you Come know? On. Yeah. And um, so that was the second Roger, and he was in the military. So he ended up going out there for mechanic school. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. UTI. That's what it was called. Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He would know. Yeah. And I know that sounds like something else, which that also means something else. Yeah. It's an infection, right? Urinary tract. So obviously this guy's going to school because he's an infection. Yeah. <laughs> and you're dating him. Yeah. Checks out. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, like, my dad's giving me some money to pay off for the rest of this school. You know what I mean? And my aunt also worked there at the time. Um, she's not my real aunt. She was my dad's best friend's wife, but she right was right. a pretty monumental woman in my life, Tanya. Um, she, we always went to her house for Christmas. We always went to go visit her. We'd go up for football games to up to Fallbrook. So I'm living in Fallbrook, going to school in Temecula. Um, this guy doesn't really know that I do cocaine, but I drink with him. He drinks. So it's like, doesn't fucking matter, you know? Right, right, right. Um, yeah. It does know. It does when your girl's drinking, out drinking you, and you're like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck's happening, bro? Yeah. And and you're still, like, she's in like a great mood. Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> and there would be times where I'd go all the way over there, and then I, and I wouldn't have any cocaine. Ugh. And um, I'd be drinking, and so I'd get the itch for cocaine. And then mm. I'd fucking, of course, you know, be Fuck like, it. I got to go. Yeah. You know? And I'd drive all the way to San Diego to my buddy's house, um, and I'd get the cocaine. For a gram. <laughs> I do it for the gram. Do it, do it, did it for the gram. That yeah. was, it was a different kind of gram back yeah. then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. And so all the money, all the tu- tuition money that was spent on that Ugh. Coke and gas. Damn. Yeah. Damn. I remember, oh, one time I was driving. I was so coked out and I was trying to get to school in the morning. I drove from San Diego to Fallbrook to change. And I had to pee so bad. So I was trying to find a place to pee in, the, in, s- in a neighborhood. You know, behind someone's trash can or something. And the sun was coming up, so everybody was in their kitchen. You know what I mean? And so I was like, well, I'm going to just have to pee. And so I just peed. You know? Yourself? Yeah. Again. Yeah. (laughs) This is a recurring thing. You're you're consistent. I'll give you that, Cody. That was the only consistent thing in my life was 
chaos. Chaos. Yeah. Right, right. You know? Um, so so that goes down and I end up getting kicked out of uh out of uh Paul Mitchell. They do mm. it in a nice way. All right. Please stop coming. Yes. Because <laughs> you're not coming anyway, so what's the fucking point? Yeah. But right, I was right. on the floor, I was doing hair. You know what I mean? And and I was and I actually was pretty good at it. You know? How old um, are you at this point? I was 21. Okay. Yeah. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to come back to San Diego. I'm going to re-audition for SeaWorld. I'm going to do what I love, you know? So I re-auditioned for SeaWorld. At this time, they're like, okay, we're changing the height requirement for Elmo. Fuck yeah, I get to be Elmo, <laughs> you know? So I get to sit like a man and do it's, – it's, mu- it's a much lighter costume, you know? And you can move around your head way better. Like that Abby Kadabi costume was so heavy. It had like metal bars for the um, – for the ponytails, the little pom-poms. Holy shit. Um, so it's super, like, I have neck problems now. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Yeah. And because and I would go full out. I'd be on cocaine <coughs> in this costume, like, on a boat, like, just going full out, you know? Yeah. And I remember <laughs> cocaine just dripping down my face. Ugh. And I couldn't move it. I didn't have my hands, uh-huh. you know? And so I would just be like. like Sucking it in. Yeah. Numb, dude. <laughs> By the time you take it off, you're all. Yeah. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Gagging because the drip's so good. You're like, oh. Yeah. Go and get a cigarette and then uh, and smoke it. No, go and get an icy, smoke a cigarette in the break by the break area. You know? Fuck yeah, dude. All sweaty and shit. (laughs) Yeah. Hot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so to this day, like when I work out, like I don't think I'm getting a good workout unless I'm fucking sweating. Yeah. Like I messed up my knee, right? So I have to Mm -hmm. do. I but I love cardio, so I'm on this elliptical doing this elliptical and i'm fucking (laughs) you know and i'm like if i don't sweat like a motherfucker then i ain't doing shit you know (laughs) hey people talk shit on the elliptical but you crank that fucker up to level 20 and go as hard as you can you will get broke off damn i haven't tried i'm on 14 yeah well i mean anywhere from like 10 to 20 is fucking gnarly yeah dude and and if you do like a i mean i do the what would you call it hit right yeah up and down up and down up and down but yeah, I mean that's how I get that's how I get my cardio fix off nowadays until I really heal. So um, at this point, I come back down here. I'm doing that, and I try out for Madagascar Live. They had did like a show for a summer at SeaWorld, uh, so I got to play Private the Penguin. You know, with uh. the eye, he goes <laughs> over there and he's like, <laughs> "Hi," you know, uh, and the penguin dancing. It was like a backpack. You get inside of it, you clip in. Um, there's like broomsticks. Right, for the little arms. Right, right. So I know what this is about, you know? I got this. I got the fucking broomsticks. And yeah, then yeah. you got to walk like a penguin, and you're basically on this show for like 20 minutes on stage doing Madagascar Live. So that was cool. Um, but the very last day, I fucking, I'm too fucked up to go. And um, I had done a bunch of ecstasy and cocaine, and I was hanging upside down on a fucking couch. We were laughing about this uh picture of this guy wearing shoes that looked like loaves of bread (laughs) (laughs) but i thought it was wood so i so we were laughing because i was like you're gonna get termites i don't know it's just the funniest thing but i was like i gotta call out you know right 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 right. so i know so i'm totally embarrassed and i just i didn't even call out i don't think you know no call no show no no call no show last show of the season um so like i'm embarrassed to go back there you know at this point so I tried a bunch of different other jobs and uh, still doing my cocaine thing. At this time, you know, I there was I worked at Roadrunner Sports for a while. I fucked that up. I uh, wanted to sell a bunch of VIP memberships 
and I did it in the wrong way, you know what I mean? So I could be on the top, to, so I could get a bonus. So I ended up, like... They fired you. Yeah, <laughs> basically. But I had this really awesome boss. His name was Ron. And he could tell something was wrong, you know? Mm. And he gave me that book, The mag- the Secret. Yeah. Mm. You know? And uh, I remember that, you know? And that's another point in my life where, you know, people see this potential in you, but there's something going on, you know? And also, at that point in my life... Um, did, did you ever notice that, like, you know... Coming up, like, did you ever notice that, like, hey, I got a problem? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did? Yeah. Did you ever try recovery early or no? Yeah, I did. So I uh, I would go on these benders, you know, with cocaine or whatever, and then I'd, yeah. I'd finally get home and I'd be able to go to sleep. I would take whatever pills I c- had to take to go to sleep. Right, right. And I'd wake up and then I'd be at my house for, like, two or three days recovering, you know? And I remember one night... um. I was on my laptop and it was super dark in my room and I was like, there's something wrong. There's something different, mm. you know, and I got to I really got to fix this. Um, so I ended up going to the PB Alano Club mm. to uh, an AA meeting there for like 30 days. I get the red AA chip, you know, mm-hmm. and I and I'm uh, I don't think I understood anything that was going on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was just like, OK, I did it for 30 days. I'm good. I can do this. And then the and then the cocaine became more apparent in my life, and so uh, even after that, like it it got worse, you know. Yeah. Did you ever try to be like, were you like, all right, as long as I'm not drinking, I'm doing coke, so yeah, I don't have a drinking problem. Yeah. Or like, I'm gonna try to cut cut out the cocaine and just uh, I just drink. I'm not doing coke. I always did the coke. Yeah. I, did I didn't coke. really like drinking. Uh, like I would, yeah, I would drink and stuff, you know, just like at first it was social to get fucked up and, uh, but I didn't really like the feeling of it and I don't like the taste either, right. you know? So cocaine was, was it for me. Mm. And, um, and then I remember like, I, I, you know, I hated when I would have to leave work on my lunch break and the Coke dealer wasn't ready for me to have my Coke. <laughs> So, like, my coke dealer at the time had this blonde girlfriend, and I had her meet my dad because, you know, my dad, like, here's this cute blonde girl. They need a room to rent, you know? Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah. (laughs) So I moved my coke dealer and his girlfriend into my dad's house, and so anytime I left on lunch, I would go and get my coke from the house. I could do it any time, you know what I mean? But at this point, I'm living with a boyfriend in La Mesa, it was smart, you know? Very smart. I worked, like, right down the street, too, at this uh, dance company called Dance for Two, but it was uh, ballroom dancing, so I didn't know shit about that. <laughs> yeah. You know? I didn't know anything about ballroom dancing, but I did it for a while, you know? And um, and then I'm living in La Mesa with this guy. Um, his name was Joseph. And uh, one night, there was no more cocaine. Mm. And so I'm at this house, like... I was fucked up to that guy. Like, he he was a he was a good boyfriend. There was parts that were really good. You know, we would cook together. Um, he was always, he was supportive. He listened to me. Um, his daughter lived there with us. Um, but he also did coke with me, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but I didn't give a shit. Like, if I wanted to go use and he had to go work or be with his daughter, like, I didn't care. And I would just, like, go and hang out with my friends in Claremont, you know? Mm. 
And I'd totally shine him. Like, if he called the phone, like, fuck that. I'm not answering, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when I probably could have totally just been like, I'm still fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not coming home right now, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I remember this girl one night was like, well, we have some meth. And I, was, I remember thinking, like, if I just snort this, it's just like cocaine, you know? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I remember snorting it, and that I went. Shit to burned <laughs> your shit, huh? Oh yeah, I went to fucking <laughs> three interviews the next day. Oh, yeah. sounds about right. Because yeah, I ended yeah. up losing that other job. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. And um, oh, fuck. Whew, yeah, and I remember putting some of it away in my center console, and so I go mm. to these three interviews that day, and I I think I was up for a little while longer. I did a little more the next night, you know. I was like, you got any more, you know? And then I go home to the boyfriend's house, um, and I stay there for like a month. Oh. And I don't, uh, I don't leave the house, you know. And but that coke dealer is still living at my dad's house, mm-hmm. and so my my boyfriend would go and get coke mm-hmm. from there and like bring it home sometimes. But I'd be like, dude, what's where's all the fucking coke? You know, like he was fucking doing it. You know yeah. what I mean? And so that pissed me off too. And um. And so I remember one night that, that that meth was left in my center console. So I do it. And this girl, oh Taylor, wow. hits me up and, like, she's like, you want to go out tonight? So I leave the house in my pajamas with my purse. I leave my car there. I don't even go back there. I leave. And like, I permanently? <laughs> yeah. Like, just forgot about the car? No, I go back for the car later. Okay. Right? Okay, okay, okay. But I'm gone for a little while. A while? Like, days? Like, days. Nice. You know? PJ's right. in your purse. Yeah, PJ's in my purse. I end up meeting this dude who uh, I ended up marrying. <laughs> Let's just, all right, fuck. I married him. Damn. Okay. Yeah. So I Impulsive, huh? Impulsive as fuck. An understatement. Yeah. Literally an understatement. Think you, so? You are the definition of impulsive. Think so? Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Proceed, please. <laughs> <laughs> so I, he was sitting on a toolbox. I remember this. Oh, oh this is the, this hell is the guy. yeah! I'm Hold all on. rocked up already. <laughs> this is the guy that you're currently married to, or no? I do have to divorce him still. Yes. Oh. Oh. Yeah. He uh, he's away right now. Yeah, he's away. He's indisposed. Yeah. Yeah. As um, they tend to be when they sit on toolboxes, looking sexy. Right. Right. Fuckers. <laughs> so uh, we'll call him Junior. Right? June bug. June yeah, that's what I used to call him. Oh June bug. I love it. Yeah. Oh, tell me more. And so I end up being with this guy for years. For a while. Not even ju- not even years, dude. <laughs> At this point I'm like twenty four years old. Yeah, yeah. Um and I'm on meth. Oh uh boy. and June bug's there. And June bug is there and this was like my I I isolated from all my friends in Claremont. You know what I mean? They did not like this guy. Mm. Um, some of my, f- I met him through some friends in Claremont, but like that skate crew, that initial, like Michael and Trevor and Lacey um, and like this girl, Ashley, like. The OG homies. Yeah, man. Like I uh, totally like. I isolated from them. I didn't care what Trevor had to say to me when he tried to help me. 
Mm. Um, I got mad at him. I stormed out of his car. I, s- I, I was in the Vallarta parking lot in, in Claremont. And right, I was right. like, dude, you don't know what you're talking about, you know? Trying to, and he was trying to help me. Right. Um, and, like, I remember, so at the, so that guy that I married, Junior, he was, he had just gotten out of prison, like, three years before that. Uh, yeah. And he was getting off of the. Trouble. Yeah. And he wasn't. He technically wasn't allowed to be in San Diego County, so he lived up in Temecula. Oh, boy. Yeah, and so we would, like, go up there and uh, do whatever we did. We'd go to casinos. <laughs> we'd come back down. Yeah, and I remember it was – I think it was someone's birthday, so we went to the Blarney Stone in Claremont, and um, he ended up tripping out, mm. and I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. So I leave in my Celica, and I drive home, and he thinks I leave with – no, I don't – I don't – yeah, no, I – I leave in my Celica, I drive home, he thinks I leave with them, so he follows them, and they're, like, driving, and he's, like, following them. Following who? Trevor? Uh, my friends, yeah, Trevor oh, wow. and Lacey, um, and and he's, like, following them, and... Um, oh, his disease is real. Yeah, man, yeah. and so I remember, like, being outside of my house, and um, it's ki- it was kind of dark in the front of my house, and we had this, like, gate, you know, so I'm, like, in the shadows, and I see somebody pull up next to my Celica, and I'm like, and I'm just trying to hide, you know, and right. I and I don't want them to see that I that I'm out here, mm. and I see him uh, stab my tire, yeah, and I was like, what the fuck, dude, you know, and so, um, I tell him I know that he did it, that my neighbor saw it, it was on camera, all this stuff, so he ends up getting me another tire, um, all this shit goes down, man, and, and you're still you're just still like, <sighs> and tweaking. Well, Toolbox, tweaking. Toolbox Junior. <laughs> Toolbox Junior. Toolbox Junior. Tree Stone Willie and Toolbox Junior, baby. Come what on. A nice, what a nice guy. Yeah, dude. So. And y'all are married when he stabbed your tire. No. Not, oh, not yet. Not yet. We haven't that, taken that the was, nuptials. That, that, was the, that was the move. That yeah. Was the that was the move that won me over. I love you so much. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Why do you make me do this? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. So, like, I remember there was one time where it was his birthday week and he had all these free rooms at these casinos and we were, like, supposed to go to all the casinos and do, like, this fucking Tour de la casino. Tour de la casino. And he fell asleep. And he didn't want me to f- let him fall asleep. And we are at his mom's house, so I, uh, I let him fall asleep. I'm like, this motherfucker needs to sleep. You know what I'm saying? He's being weird. Yeah. Wiggly. Like, please sleep. Yeah. You know? Yeah, <laughs> wiggles. Have a nap. Yeah. And so then... um. He wakes up, and he wakes up on the wrong side of the bed, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, there was no bed, but yeah. the air mattress. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, like, he's pissed off, and we're yelling at each other, and I storm out of there, and I get in my car, and it takes me, like, an hour to get from uh, the top of this hill that we're on, right? And yeah. Uh, all the way to Bay Park, because I'm so pissed off. And so I go to um, this person's house. I meet this chick there. And um, she's like has the meth. She's a lesbian, uh, long black hair. Is this where our lezzy phase picks up? Y- yeah. Nice. Well, yeah, man. Nice. Yeah. Those are me timbers. Right. And so she's like, <laughs> "Let's go to the valley or whatever in LA, right?" Oh God. So oh we go yeah. up there, uh-huh. and I just leave with her, and I'm up there for like a month, and we're doing lezzy things, and. The lesbian life is real. I remember taking her car and fucking going to Target and trying to steal a bunch of stuff, and I, and they got me. So I'm mm. in, in like a, I like had to go and be like sighted in a, 
jail place for a little bit, and t- but I got picked up. I got let let out. Like let go and then did she pick up her car and you? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. That lesbian love, baby. Yeah, dude. But at this point, I'm like, okay, I got to get the fuck out of here. So I hit up Junior again, and I'm like, please come get me. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Fuck, <laughs> Junior. Come to the rescue. And, he co- and, he wa- and he's about to come or whatever, but then I don't answer his calls. Because oh. I'm like, okay, wait, oh. lesbian's time is still on. Yeah. You know? Uh. And uh, and then I I, I tell her. I would have been pissed if I came from San Diego to San Fernando Valley to yeah. pick somebody up and they were just ghosting me because I don't like LA. And then you got to yeah. add, then you got to add the fact that homeboys like tweaking, co- tweaking. Yeah. Oh, on a toolbox, on a toolbox, <laughs> on or around a toolbox. And Oof. it's in a probably like a old Tacoma or U-Haul. Yeah. What do you have? You know, he had a, he had a Toyota. A Yoda. Yeah. Out of everything you've done. I hit that one on the, the head. That's the huh? thing you've done. <laughs> yeah. That is shit in my lawn. Fucking steal my car. Don't fucking make me drive four hours through traffic and then leave me hanging. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I left him hanging, man. Tuck. Damn. I bet yeah. you I bet you he still answered the call though. Yeah. We're not married yet. Nope. Oh boy. So Hold on, you did he, he He's wow. not even married yet. No, and actually his first baby mama Damn girl, I love you. Right? The, his yeah. first baby mama ended up wanting to go back with him and saying, like, you can see your kid if you're with me. Not me, her, right? You right, can right. you can see your kid if you're with me. Oh my god. Yeah. And so at this point, um, I find out I'm pregnant. Mm. Right? And so I like stay home. I stay at my dad's house. Um, I sleep a lot. And my dad's friend notices something is wrong with me, you know? And she comes in the room and she's like, Are you pregnant? And I'm like, Yeah. And like I remember I was supposed to go and get an abortion, but I didn't, you mm. know? And so I end up having uh, my daughter, and he ends up going back to prison. Um, mm. And so I'm told, or I believe, that if I marry this guy, I'm going to be able to see him. He'll see his kid. It's going to be great. I can hel- I can do this. I can support him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I marry the guy. At this point, my childhood home is being, uh, my grandpa had died, right? And so my childhood home is being sold because it's left to my dad and his brothers, and they all want to sell it. So the childhood home is sold. I move into a one-bedroom apartment with my dad. I have my daughter, and then um, they ha- I had a C-section, so they gave me pain meds. And uh, I was like, like, once I had found out I was pregnant, like I, s- I, I used for a little bit, right? And and then I stopped. And then I finished out my pregnancy without using. Um, oh, wow. And, but what, what right. Was, what was that time like? like? It was having my daughter in my belly. It was actually really beautiful. My sisters were there for me. My dad was there for me. Um, Let's see. So. I remember when I came back with that girl from L.A., um, I told her my dad was sick. And my dad had had a, uh, a tumor, right? He had a tumor that was being taken out. So I needed to come back to San Diego. Mm-hmm. So we come back to San Diego. My dad's getting this taken out. Um, and at this point, um, I hit up that one girl that ga- first gave me the meth. And, yeah. like, um, I'm so methed out, you know. And she introduces me to some friends. 
And so I go to their house and I'm and I'm there for like a week and we're like putting curtains up and shit. Ugh. And um he leaves for LA and I'm talking to his roommate and then all of a sudden there's like I like bring all my stuff upstairs and I'm like doing my laundry. I'm like have all these pins out and um we get a knock on the door and it's undercovers. And so oh, I had gotten a wet and reckless when I was 18 years old and I never had it taken care of. So I've been driving without a license for till I was like, well, okay, wait. Until that. Till like happened. 27. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Until like recently. <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, but, but that's when it finally was taken care of. Like I had that, that bench warrant for a long time mm-hmm. uh, for that wet and reckless and I didn't take care of it. So when the undercover cops came, I went to jail. And um, they, the guy wasn't there that they were looking for. He had gone to L.A. Mm. And so they ended up drop like, all that stuff with my license got taken care of. But then um, I was released on my own recognizance for the other stuff. So, so it seemed like it was dropped, right? So fast forward to when I'm pregnant, I go camping with my sister and my dad. And then I come back home. My dad makes a steak. And, I'm, and I remember that night before I was camping and I got a message on the gram or maybe snapchat one of the two from the guy and he said there's a warrant out for all of us and it's like almost a year later right because the DA can reopen a case so I'm home and I'm eating steak and all of a sudden the fugitive task force is at my house and there and I go to jail for this uh for this stuff that they reopened right and they're trying to get me with intent to sell and all this stupid shit. My dad's like, you you need to uh, fight this, right? So I ended up fighting it while I'm pregnant, and um, it gets dropped to, like, possession, right? But now I'm, like, now I am looked at like I mingle with these people, right? And mm-hmm. they're really being looked at or whatever. So after I'm pregnant and have my daughter, and then they give me the pain meds for having in a, uh, a C-section, um, I'm like, I want to do meth, you know, mm. I want to do meth again. So I end up seeing somebody at the, um, the county office where you get food stamps and stuff. Oh boy. And I'm all, Hey, you got any of that supercharged white girl, mm. you know? And cause everyone knew I did cocaine. Right. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if it was out really yet that I was doing meth. I'm pretty sure it is, you know, but that's what I called it. Yeah. So I ended up doing meth again and, um, my baby, was just born and I'm hooked on meth again and um and I end up like my dad was living with me there he he decided to get a trailer and with the money that he got from the house and he's gonna like buy land in Missouri and move you know mm. and so uh I'm living in this one bedroom apartment eventually I have to move out of it and I'm supposed to move into Junior's mom's house and um, I was going to live in the living room, and I had all my stuff there. And then um, I leave. I'm like, this is weird, and, like, it's weird without him here, and I'm right. on drugs, and I don't right. want to be – I want to be using, yeah. you know? So um, my daughter basically gets taken from CPS, um, and I have to move all my stuff out of my mother-in-law's house. And I move to this junkyard in Lakeside. Um, yeah. God yeah. damn. Fucking weird, dude. And, uh, but, you know, I'm really grateful for that guy that has the junkyard. He, he had always been a stand-up person the whole time I was in my addiction. There's a few people that, like, they were helpful, 
You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm not going to contact them really today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, I'm grateful for those people because yeah. I was all I was safe and I and no one did anything to me. Right. You know oh what yeah. I mean? Um. Well, some people, right? So like, Lakeside Junkyard. Yeah. Um. Over there, Slaughter Canyon Road. All right. Slaughterhouse Canyon Road. Right. right. Um. So, I end up marrying junior all that stuff and my daughter gets taken i remember going and visiting him and like i was on informal probation so eventually they tell me like you can't visit him anymore yeah so i find this girl's um id and i start going to see him as her with a wig on and shit oh no yeah dude and so it just so much chaos that, that, that only goes so far though yeah. So far, yeah. Yeah, because eventually he he leaves and goes to prison, and I'm on a sick one, and like I'm not there for him at all. Right. You know what I mean? And his mom's taking care of my daughter. I can't get clean. Right. Um. So. So here I am, uh, just on a sick one, and I remember I st- I stole a car. Um. And I. Uh, I always drove a stick shift, right? So right. I'm fucked up on Xanax and meth and i'm driving around um by like tecolote canyon road over there yeah mm-hmm. right and so i'm thinking it's a stick shift but it's not so i look fucking nuts i have no shoes on i have like this doily white outfit on um and i'm sur- and then i get surrounded by cops and they're telling me to get out of the car all that shit no and way. so i go to jail and i get my first felony Mm. Um, they tell me to go to treatment. You know, I tell them that what's going on with my daughter, all that stuff, and uh, they tell me to go to treatment. But as soon as I get out, I'm just on another good one, and I never take care of it. And so mm. I go to this person's house where I had met that chick. You know, I go back there, and I'm there for a while. I have no shoes on again. Mm. And this the guy wants this girl out of his house, so I walk her outside of her car, and I'm like, you got to go. And I had this fanny pack on, some running shorts, and, like, a razorback top. And I remember um, a white SUV-looking thing pull up and another car pull up behind it. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking they're here for this guy's house. You know, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I'm out of here. So I run. And I'm in Bay Park by, like, USD, and I, like, run. Um, and I run down, like, the, uh, what is it, the ice plants or whatever? Mm-hmm. Kind of twist my ankle a little bit. I was gonna say that sucks. Yeah, yeah. and and I remember uh, getting to Friars Road and like being on the side of these houses, and then I have to run across Friars Road, and I run across Friars Road. Jeez. And then I'm fucking. I try to hop a fence, but the the fence isn't connected to the pole, so I fall back down. Oh uh, my god! So I and this is a mish. Yeah. For those that don't know, she's like hoofed it like two miles. Yeah, dude. Yeah, on a sick one. <laughs> on a sick one. And I'm just <laughs> running. And I remember there's like that golf area, right? So I'm like army crawling. Oh, Jesus. And um, and then I make it to Fashion Valley. And I run through one of those department stores. And like the security's like, you know. And uh, and I'm like, dude, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just, I'm just running, you know. So I get out of there. I get to the trolley station. I remember running through some like river looking thing and san diego river yeah and then uh making it to hotel circle yeah. and god uh, damn yeah dude and then i asked these people who were smoking if they had a cigarette and they're like no but we got 
this. And they gave me like a blunt or, or black and mild or whatever. And I hit it and they're all, what's wrong with you? And I was all. I she was bumped all, into Ozzy. <laughs> I was all, you don't, <laughs> don't want to know. And they're like, oh, hell no. And so they, g- they go. And I'm like, you don't want your, your uh, black and mild back, you know? Cool. I'll keep it. Yeah. So I end up running some more. And then um, there's like this little road that goes to the UCSD Medical Center. But mm. then like that little road, if you take a path, it goes all into the canyon area. Mm. So I remember praying to God and I go, please give me, please let me meet some people, <laughs> you know? With some shoes. <laughs> yeah. And like half a mile in, I, there's four people right there with mm. bikes. Mm. And like there's this guy named Bear and he has his trench coat on, with no shirt underneath. And I, uh, I like, at this point I had cut all my hair off. My hair used to be really long. I cut it all off. I look like fucking Peter Pan, right? So I'm like down on the ground and I'm all, do you guys have a cigarette? <laughs> and they're all, what the fuck? We thought you were a little boy. And um, I see these helicopters and I tell them about the guy's house that I was at. And I was like, so do you think that they're there for him or me? And they're all, they're all, uh, are you tripping? No, they're all, are you on drugs? And I was all, yes, I'm on drugs, but I'm not tripping. You know, because they asked me, are you tripping? Are you on drugs? And I was all, yes, I'm on drugs, but I'm not tripping. Mm. You know, and so the guy bear hobbles me up to his camp and I'm like, my foot is fucked up. And he gives me some like ice and some chocolate milk. And um, I remember just being in shock and like falling asleep in his tent. Oh, boy. I wake up the next morning. There's this little old lady. She's like, I got our laundry. I need you to help me get it up the mountain. And um, they're doing shots. Right. And I'm all I don't do that. I do lines, you know. So she gives me a line. And the moment they leave, I'm like, I'm fucking out of here, you know? Mm. So I make it to UCSD Medical Center, and I use the phone in there in the building, and I call the guy whose house I was at, and he's all, they're looking for you as the U.S. Marshal. And I'm like, oh, and he's like, uh, you better turn yourself in. And I'm like. <laughs> not happening. Not happening, dude. Yeah. So I call this other person in Claremont, and I live in this guy's car for a while with my ankle pretty fucked up until it heals, you know? And uh, I'm just on meth, you know, and um, just messing around, just messing around. And then and then um, and at this time, I am doing whatever I have to do for my addiction to stay. You know, uh, I'm stealing whatever. Um, I'm getting money that way. Right. 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 And so I I end up coming across enough money to get by f- in a hotel for a while. And um, and then when that money runs out, I go back to Claremont, and I go to the Sprouts over there by Fiesta Island. There's, like, a Sprouts on Claremont Drive. Right. Yeah. And I remember being in the checkout line, and there's, like, this security guard, but he looks real suspicious, and I'm just, like, thinking in my head, like, I got all these gift cards. I'm not stealing anything today, so you can't do shit to me. Mm-hmm. And so the moment I'm about to pay, this guy walks up behind me, and he goes, Cody Sparks, put your hands behind your back. <sighs> and from there, it's a fucking wrap. So it's that U.S. Marshal, and, he, and he's trying to find me, right? Uh. He's been trying to find me for a while. And, um, and, at, and I remember the night before, the day before, I was skating around, and like all that money had pretty much dwindled away, and the sun was coming down, and I really 
wanted a way out of this. And I was like, I just want to see my daughter. I want, I want it, I want this to be over. You know what I mean? And so when that happened the night after or the day after, um, I didn't fight it. You know, I didn't, I didn't run again. Um, he had me sit there handcuffed. He's like, where's your stuff at? And I was like, it's outside with this guy, you know, around the corner. Um, and he ends up putting me in his car. Um, and then he goes and gets the guy and my stuff and my skateboard. And, uh, the guy sits in the back seat and he's, um, we call him Boston. Right. So the U S Marshal is also from New York. And mm. so they both had these fucking accents and mm. the U S Marshal is, uh, no Boston, the guy, he's all God, Cody, I knew you was in trouble, but I didn't know you was in trouble like this. Mm. And, uh, he's all, how'd you know I was with her? And then the other guy, the U S Marshal's all. I know Cody Sparks. I know what the fuck a stuff looks like, mm. you know? <laughs> and then they come to find out that the U.S. Marshal's partner was one of Boston's friends that he grew up with in New York. I'm like, what the fuck, you know? So he lets he lets uh, Boston go, yeah. and um, I get dri- driven to Las Colinas. Ugh. I remember, mm. like, the lights being really blurry on the 52 because mm-hmm. um, I was crying, mm. and uh, I would told him what I had been doing. And um, that marshal went and got all my stuff uh, from a house that I was staying at, brought it to my sister's house in uh, Escondido. Mm. And I get out, and I go to Kiva. I'm there for, like, three months. Um, And at first I'm in, like, three house. Um, It's a non-walking dorm, and then I make it to trusty, and um, I get to do hair. And, you know, I'm like, I know how to use scissors, you know what I'm saying? And so I got to cut a lot of people's hair and go around the whole jail and do that. And um, and then I go to Kiva. And I get to Kiva, and um, I ch- I I'm still very impulsive. Um, I want to be the loudest person in the room. I want to, uh, you know, I th- I'm the shit, right? And um, this was during my... Dikey face. So I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I had cut all my hair, Come you know? On. So mm. I remember saw seeing this girl in jail, and I was like, I'll say, jail time wasn't so bad, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I remember <laughs> falling in love with her, dude. And oh! Um, love a good jail love story. As soon as uh, I became. I have one of those, too. Yeah? Yeah. What? Ha- oh, wha- oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I always get people to try and confess to that, and they never hell, do. Hell no. <laughs> I thought we were going to have a winner. Hey, just tell me you made out with your bro. Just tell me you made out with your bunkie. That's all I need to hear. Yeah. <laughs> tell me about the tranny. You know? I'm down to smash a tranny. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm just playing out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to see him do that. <laughs> if, if they made an action figure, like, that would be, like, one of the... Like, I have nothing. Yeah. Here he goes again. I, <laughs> I've been blown away this episode. It's been, it's been fucking wild, right? Some some wild shit happening. Anyway, so you're. It's a it's fucking it's all up and down and there's so much in between. But I, uh, you know. So you're lezzing out. So I'm lezzing out, and I remember. Did you get her box? The girl you fell in love with. No, dude, I fucked her over. Uh, what? Yeah, man. You so stole from her. No, no, I just. You got out and bounced. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, <laughs> but I remember. Oh my gosh. Okay, ready for this one? Yeah. So I remember becoming the, uh, the barber, right? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I get to go to whatever dorm I want to. So at this time, yeah, I'm yeah. doing these, like, kites, right? 
and I'm getting kites sent to her, and I'm letting her know that, like, you know, I have a crush on you, and I liked you when we were in the dorm together and all this stuff, and I'm getting girls to put, like, um, in between the hot packs uh, a little thing, you know what I mean? And, like, I was, like, so into it that one time the deputy was all, uh, you want to come with me to, to go do a raid at, in uh, Three House? I'm all, fuck yeah, but I need my badge. So we go to back to the dorm, and I get a kite, and, uh, and like, I know that I'm going to go into her cell, you know? So I go in her cell, and, I, and I'm like, oh, she has some pants. And then as soon as we, like, close that door, I put the kite in there, you know? I was so smooth, you know? And uh, I remember cutting hair, and, like, I, w I would tell the deputy, like, oh, I want to cut hair in here so that not all the girls are surrounding us. And, like, the little interview room where you, like, meet with somebody, you know, mm -hmm. with, like, your counselor or something. Um, so, like, I remember I got to kiss her, and I would, like, put, like, a jol Jolly Rancher in my mouth, you know? Ooh. Yeah, dude. But I, I remember one time, like, I was so excited to give her one of these kites that I put it in between my butt cheeks. And um, I don't know. I think I had to go to the bathroom before I gave it to her. When I pulled it out, there was <laughs> a little bit of shit on it. Um, and so I, I just wrote on it, like, that's just coffee. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, you ever gave you ever gave Bethany a letter? For the a, piece a shitty note? <laughs> no, I have not. Because I, I spent a long time on that fucking kite. She's getting it. She's getting it, dude. Yeah. Sorry. Because yeah, you got to write small as fuck. I love you. You love me. Yes. Yeah. And like, so. like poems and poems, you oh know? Oh, boy. So mm. I, I get out and I go to Kiva and we're supposed to be together. I meet another chick there. Um, I had been cutting that girl's hair in Four House, and she said she was going to go to Kiva, so I'm like, I'm going to fucking get into Kiva. Yeah. So it's like a month in, and, I, and like, she comes, and, like, I'm like, hell yeah, you yeah, know? what's up? <laughs> yeah, but, sh like, and so I ended up breaking the other girl's heart or whatever. I ended up telling her what happens, you know? But anyways, so um, my addiction is still pretty apparent, and I, and I, and I want to use. I think I can get away with this. So the girl I like, she wants GHB. And so I'm on a mission to get her some GHB. The guy who I go to go on like a pass or whatever, skating down the street. The guy pulls up. I get in his car and I ask him if he has any meth too, you know. And so um, I do some meth and then I meet up with the girl because um, she goes out on pass too. And then um, we're not supposed to be together. So like uh, a mile away from Kiva, I get out and I fucking skate down that hill like But I remember being in the back seat like too high, right? So yeah. I'm like drinking the GHB myself. Oh fuck! I've never done it before. Yeah, yeah. And you're saying you're drinking it? Yeah. That's not good. And the story so doesn't end well. It doesn't. It mm. really doesn't. I think that I'm thinking that it's not working, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so I do some more when I get back to Kiva. Right. Oh. And then I go to take a bath. I put on these headphones. I'm dancing to Chris Brown. Um, I'm like, me? <laughs> on the floor, if he ain't, let me know. Let me see if you can run it, run, run it. it. And then, bam, I'm not running shit because my head is in the toilet. Oh. <laughs> like, I hit my head on the toilet, and all these <laughs> motherfuckers are downstairs eating. Uh. And I'm up there, oh, unconscious, dude. And so... Lights out. Lights out, and the paramedics come, and I, get to g I have to go to the hospital, and... Uh, Test positive for GHB and methamphetamines. Yep. Oh, no. And so then I get back to Kiva, 
I find my way back to Kiva. I get a ride back there. Oh, no. It's like middle of the night. I go to sleep. And then the next day I wake up. They put me on blackout. Um, the day I'm going to graduate, I end up relapsing again. <sighs> so Wait, so did they not kick you out? No, they didn't kick me out. Well, I was on a blackout for like 30 days. I remember that night, too. I was tw- <laughs> the night that I relapsed, I fucking put all these Christmas lights up in my bed, too. And I was just chilling. It's so dumb. It so dumb. So dumb. <laughs> the dumbest shit, dude. And so I'm out for like a week, and I tell my probation officer, Chester. His name was Chester. Not a good name. Mm. Yeah. Not a good name Not at all. Not a good name at all. Yeah, man. And we'll just so leave that one alone. <laughs> <laughs> Chester the molester. No, no. He wasn't. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude. So I'm thinking I'm slick. I'm going to go into probation. I drink. Uh, I'm drinking baking soda. Oh, my God. I'm fucking puking it up, drinking it, shitting out my ass, all the fucking things, you know. And I forget that I put the meth in my bag. And so when I go in there and they search my bag, I'm thinking I'm going to get away with this. There's that meth that I was just doing for a week in my bag still. Don't even check that. All I'm worried about is this baking soda getting into my system so I can piss clean. Never heard of that. That's a first. I drank vinegar. I've done a lot of that. I've taken so many fake piss tests from the smoke shop. Yeah. Quick fix. I've done that so many times. I'm a fucking pro at it. Fuck, dude. Yeah, because I would switch car dealerships all the time, and you always have the fucking drug test. Yeah. So <laughs> he's He knows. He's done it, too. Right? Yeah, and I'm so good at it. So, like, I'd leave it in my dash, put on the fucking defrost, get it nice and fucking hot, get it to 101. I got about 15 minutes, so I'm going to pull it out, pour it into the cup. I remember one time, it had be- they took too long to get me in there, and it was, like, below 98 degrees, and the woman's like, that below 98, I was like, listen, here's 20 bucks. It's fake piss. I need this job. And she was like, all right. Oh, shit. Yeah. Took the 20, and she's like, all right, yeah, congratulations. You passed. Oh, <laughs> dang. Yeah. I, I, like, looked her dead in her eyes. I was like, I need this job. <laughs> like wow. And so how long did you have that job? 30 days. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't I'm fucking. Was not, it was probably a little bit longer than that, but. Yeah. I probably worked for, uh, of the time there, probably, like, two weeks. I did two weeks worth of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Where she, <laughs> she goes. The piss master. Yeah. Yeah. Total so like all ritualized. You know? Oh, yeah. Total. Yeah. <laughs> so they find they find the meth. Yeah. Did you test clean, though? Uh, No. 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 Oh, no. I didn't realize they were going to test me the last day that I graduate. Mm. I thought I was going to be out with flying colors, right? So, uh, oh, you mean the, the probation officer? Yeah. No, no, no. I didn't. I, it was up. It yeah. was up. They end up driving me to jail, and I'm in there for like a month. And then uh, I get out. I go to Serenity House. I, I uh, end up getting a job in Escondido at 7-Eleven. Um, I graduate Serenity House. I'm on probation. Um, I meet a sponsor while I'm working at 7-Eleven. Oh, shit. And she, uh, excuse me, she offers for me to move into her pad. And I'm like, hell yeah. Mm. So I move into her pad. And um, I don't know what the whole thing was, but I was tripping on her wanting uh my money to help with groceries. Like, I was just selfish and self-seeking. You know what I mean? I think this lady's, like, trying to get over on me or something. Yeah. All she was trying to do was help me. You know what I mean? Um, Her name's Mary. She's an amazing woman. Um, So, uh, but honestly, if you think about it, I'm probably in relapse mode. I want to go to my sister's. I want to move into my sister's in Escondido, and I want to do what I want to do, you know? And so, um, I move into Josie's house, and... um, I remember I come down to San Diego to hang out with my sister Mary, and I remember wanting to use that whole night. So uh, the day 
the day after I get on the bus to Escondido, and I remember being at 7-Eleven, and I had met so somebody from my past came into 7-Eleven from my way past, like when I was 14 and drinking. Mm. Like this person like taught me what the Beatles were and shit, you know? And he came into 7-Eleven, and I was like, holy shit, like what's up? I knew the guy was on drugs, you know? <laughs> but I still got the person's number. Mm. And so that's of a course. reservation. You know what Fair I mean? Enough. So as soon as I'm ready to use, I know somebody in Escondido, I'm going to hit up that reservation. I'm going to probation. Pick me up here. Bring the meth. Yeah. I'll be ready. Yeah. You too. <laughs> yeah. So he picks, He knows exactly where that place is too. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Of course. Yeah. And so uh, there I am in his car, and I'm fucking <laughs> like all down, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Matt, that meme with Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> so you've you've graduated from snorting meth to now we're oh yeah ripping the pizzo. Oh now yeah, just don't burn the dough. Well, the funny thing is, is that day that those uh, undercover cops came to that person's house, it was the first day I smoked out of a quack. What's mm. a quack? One a, a bong for meth. Oh yeah. So I was real fucking high that day. Yeah. Yeah. I did that with my younger brother. I didn't know that's what it was called, but it was like an elegant glass piece and i was like he was like yeah do that before we shoot you up let's just see yeah. where you're at and i was like i smoked it and i was like ah, give me the needle let's go yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm not fucking around stop wasting the dope right yeah fuck dude so yeah i end up relapsing and like i'm at my sister's house i take the night shift right at 7-eleven i meet all the tweakers meet a guy i end up getting kicked out of my sister's house uh I ended up shooting up with that guy a few times, like mm. a handful of times. I couldn't do it myself. He would do it. You know what I mean? And um, I ended up getting a PT Cruiser from the guy in Lakeside with the junkyard. Mm. I'm living in a PT Cruiser. Um, the PT Cruiser stops working, so I have him, like, tow it to Escondido, and I stay in Escondido in my PT Cruiser for a while. And then uh, there was no more meth that day. Mm. And so I asked my friend, if I could try his heroin. Oh. Yeah. And so I smoke some heroin. I go to the mall, and I come up at the mall all day long. And so now I find the next best thing, you know, s smoking heroin. And so I'm doing that, and um, and then eventually I make my way down to Point Loma. We're in a U-Haul. Uh, the U-Haul hasn't been turned in for, like, a month after it was done. We get pulled over. I go back to jail. I have to finish out my time for that probation thing I was on for this, the stolen car. Um, and I get out, and I'm off paper. And I think, you know, I'm going to get high again, and I'm going to get all the stuff I need to get to get clean. Mm -hmm. And uh, I end up in the junkyard in Lakeside. It's, um, it is Thanksgiving. I go see my daughter. Um, I come back to Lakeside and I didn't like the fucking vibes and I was like, I got to get clean. Mm. I remember I hit up Trevor, right? And I got mad at him because I feel like he's in debt to me. Like he owes me something, but he's not, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean? And, and so I get pissed at him because he doesn't want to come get me and help me and let me live at his house, you know? So I'm a total dick. Um, but I, I do remember that someone from my past, um, who showed me that junkyard, uh, he is now sober and clean. So I hit him up, and he has me detox at his sober living in Santee in his room. And uh, I just sleep for a lot of days. 
He introduces me to one of the roommates who is now the sober living manager there. He has been for a while. Um, is and Nick? Uh, Chris. His name's Chris. Okay. Um, one of Nina's houses. Okay. And uh, and and that friend Bart gets me into um the woman's house behind it, and uh he pays for my first month's rent, and then I get a job at Felipe's where he's working, and in uh on Friars, is that Friars Road? Yeah. Yeah, that's Kearney Mesa, ain't it? Uh, not that one. The one in Mission Valley. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um and I worked there for a while, and like uh and I end up paying them back for that room and um nice I s- and then I get into an outpatient nice and uh, I start going to the Serenity Shop nice um I try to get a sponsor I do the one two three you know um I bail on her when it comes to number four. Uh, Anna, Anna Banana. Anna Banana. Um, she's an amazing woman. Every time that I see her, she tells me, I'm so glad that you're doing so well now. I love seeing your life, Perfect. you know? And there's been, um, and then the also that other Mary, the one I was living with, she always is so welcoming. Right. And then there was another sponsor that I bailed on during my dyke phase. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, I see her around, too. And right. uh, I saw her at the women's retreat, and she was just so nice to me, too, so... Honestly, like, if you relapse and you're scared to come back into the rooms, like, it's totally worth it. Because even if that one person is going to be fucked up to you, like, there could be a few of them, right? But but the other side of it is there's all those people that aren't. Right. You know what I mean? Especially, like, like those women, you know? Mm. And, uh, and I see that to be very true is that we're, we all have, it's, it's a hurt, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. I think that's a big part of it, too, is, like, people need to see, like, you don't have to relapse. Like, that doesn't have to be part of your story. It's part of mine. Mm-hmm. And people in the rooms with time and without time need to see that you can fuck up and still come back. Because that keeps a lot of people out there is the fucking, the shame and all that. It's like, yeah. you're, and I always try to, like, say this. It is in our inherent nature as addicts to use drugs. The absence of drugs in our life is fucking weird and it's unfamiliar and it's uncomfortable. We feel most safe when we are high. So to not be high is fucking weird. Yeah. So being clean is a complete total change in your life. So every day that you're not high is a fucking miracle. Yeah. For a fucking thoroughbred addict. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with relapsing. I wouldn't suggest it. It sucks big dick. Yeah. It's fucking, it, it sucks a lot and it requires a lot of work. And especially if you're habitually doing it, like you're, you're taking 10 steps back from the fucking start line every time you do it right. for, because it, people eventually get fucking sick of hearing it. If you're not, if you're not taking the advice and you're not doing what's suggested, like people get sick of fucking dealing with that. Yeah. So I don't suggest relapsing. Right. It's much better to just be miserable and clean. Yeah. Because <laughs> being miserable and high with fucking a head full of fucking recovery sucks dick. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you're high at someone's house saying, hey, I'm going to have to get clean soon. Yeah. I think you guys should come with me. Yeah. And you know like, what I mean? Shut the fuck up, nerd. <laughs> We're getting uh, high over here. <laughs> We're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're harsh in the mellow. Get the fuck out, weirdo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, so she's out. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your clean date? Um, well... My clean day is um Well aren't aren't ours very close? Uh yes. Yeah. So I go okay, let's see. So during that time I relapse again, right? I mm-hmm. move into someone's house and I relapse. Mm-hmm. 
um, and I'm out again, and I get the same charge, the same exact charge. Mm. I tell myself I'm not going to do that, and I go and I do it. Mm. And I go back to jail for 10 months. <sighs> um, and then I go to treatment for four months. And I remember. Um, why do, so why I do they do that? They're like, why do they do that now? Like they they send they lock your ass up for ten months, and then they go ahead and they lock you up. They should have just gave you two years. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Let's Damn see. And, so then, and, then, and then now you're on MSO. Yeah, now I'm on MSO. So uh. my clean date is January fifth. Um, oh yeah, that is two thousand and twenty one. 21? 21, right? We should 23? Yeah. Time out, time out. We should really narrow this down. Yeah. Your clean date is 1521. Yes. Okay, minus yeah. 1221. One 1521. Yeah. Fuck On yeah, there. dog. Okay. So, like. Are you in the program or are you, you is your clean date from jail? My clean date is from jail. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Is there a lot of dope in the women's jail? Um, There can be. Okay. Yeah. You know, there's I was wondering if it, there, there is in the men's side, apparently. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of shit that goes on in there, you know? Um, but at this time, I'm I- I'm in there, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm just here to get clean, and uh, and then I'm like, you know what? If I'm gonna stay in here, I'm gonna do whatever programs are offered to me. So I go to culinary school in there. Um, it's during COVID, you know. Um, and that's crazy. Yeah, it was during COVID yeah. times. I get to work in the kitchen. I become a trustee. I do the culinary program. Um, there was no meetings in there, and I remember telling my counselor, I need a book. I need the NA book, right? Because mm. you can, there's AA all over in the jail, the books, you know, and I could have just read that, but I wanted the NA book, and she gave me, she gave me a blue book, you know, and, um, and that's what I read, and I remember, like, like, having that entire, like, 10 months in there, and plus those other four months, like, that, that was where I regained a lot of sanity. Mm. You know what I mean, and um, and I connected with a higher power, because that's really all I could talk to. You know, of course there was people in there, but like I, I would bullshit around. I'd tell them all these fucking stories, like I tell you guys. You know, I'd get by, but like when it came to like me and hitting the bed and like just being alone, because me and my I wasn't really because I was with a higher power, but that's where I really got in tune with um, just like chilling the fuck out. Mm. You know, and uh, and all I wanted to do when I was in there was get out and go to the serenity shop. Mm. That's all I wanted to do. That was my fucking mission. And so when I went to um, Casa de Milagros, I I became a student council. Um, I didn't know. I it's weird to tell people what to do when you're usually the person that's like, um, fuck it. You know, uh, I'm gonna do like I'm just gonna get by and I'm gonna. I'm going to act how I'm supposed to act to um, graduate this program, which I've always done, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to tell people what they want to hear. Or or it's like Jekyll and Hyde or like there's a part of me that wants to and there's a part of me that like knows, you know? But, right. it, but this at this point, I'm like, I'm going to do what is suggested of me. I'm going to follow the rules. I'm, I didn't have any relationships when I was in jail. I didn't have any relationships when I was in treatment. Um I just, I stayed away from that. And then I also, you know, my husband, he was going to be coming out of prison. And um, when he got out and it was in person on Christmas, he came to the treatment facility and I said, I I can't do this and I cannot be with you. And there's a lot of fear in that because his mom adopted my daughter. And so, of course, I'm scared that. They're going to see each other. 
Oh, he's going to try to take him? Yeah, like I won't really get to see my kid. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm a, of course, there's that trust and that faith, right? Mm-hmm. So I get to do like Zoom visits with my daughter, and I get to see her at this time, and um, yeah. and and uh, and he he seems to take it well from what he's showing me, right? And yeah. um, but at that point, like whatever, like I got to do what I got to do for my recovery, you know. And so I really want to go back to that sober living in Santee so that I can go to the Serenity Shop. And when I get out, I'm uh, back at the same outpatient, and um, I go on Facebook. And I made a post saying, like, you know, all the women in recovery, I really, I just got out. I need, I need your support. I need you to surround me. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, Chris Friend came and picked me up, and she took me to Farragut Circle, you know. And uh, when I got in the car, I just, I told them, you know, the dumb shit that I had done and where I'm at now. And uh, ever since then, it's like, it's taken off from there, you know. Um, I, I'm now on step nine. And uh, my sponsor's Rachel. Um, shout out. Shout out. That's it's my girl. It's her four years today. Yep. So um, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. She's so amazing. Um, before Rachel, I asked Carrie to be my sponsor. And uh, we did the we did like one, two, three, you know. Um, and uh, and uh, I t- ended up telling Carrie I'd really like to go through the steps with Rachel. And uh, Carrie was totally cool with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Carrie is a very significant woman in my life. I feel like a lot of those women, you know, I, if I call them um, and I tell them something, like, they are all, like, sponsors. You know what I mean? Um, so Carrie's a very significant woman in my life. She had me move into her house. I live at her house. Um, she helped me get a car. Uh, but I was, I was doing the thing for, like, a year, like, where I would ride a bike to Chick-fil-A. Because probation was like, you're going to need to uh, go to Second Chance and get a job. Because I wanted to just get out and focus on my recovery for like three months, right? And uh, she basically said I, I would have had to start going to Second Chance. And I didn't want to take the trolley all the way to Second Chance. Um, mm-hmm. Is that just, I don't feel like that would have been my Second Chance. <laughs> no. <laughs> that, neighbor, I mean? that neighborhood is shot. Yeah, yeah It's like off of Encanto, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's actually where I lived before, when I relapsed. I lived in a house there. I lived Emerald with Hills. And yeah, shit. I lived yeah. with a normie. Um, they were cool, you know. But they ended up, peeling. Uh. They ended up going to uh, camping one day, and that's when I relapsed that night. I was like, mm-hmm. fuck it. They're gone. I'm going to relapse. Um, so that, na- that neighborhood is tough. Yeah, uh, but it was a beautiful house. They lived in a beautiful house. She was in the military. It was cool, you know. I just I never really hung out there. I just I would come and go, right. you know. Slept there. Yeah, it was scary to even drive back in there. So like I I would stay in my car a lot of the times, <laughs> and, like down by the bay Damn. and like do Uber and shit during COVID with like oh gloves wow. on. With gloves on. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hey, the stolen Uber car. Come uh, on, <laughs> let's go. No, I was Uber Eats, and come I on. and I got a car from my my uh, stimulus. Ay. And it was a stick shift, dude. Come on. Honda. Honda. Def and I ha- it had five speeds. Theft prevention. Yeah, dude. No millennial is going to steal your car. They get in and they're like, what the fuck is this? Not millennial, Gen Z. Yeah. What but the I fuck is this? I ended up crashing it. Damn, dog. And I crashed into a... a I fell asleep and I crashed into a parked truck. But anyways, so... um, <laughs> Fucking stupid, you know? So what's your life been like since you've gotten clean? Since I've gotten clean... um. So I ended up working at Chick-fil-A for like a year, and uh, and I really loved working there. I loved working with the 
the younger group of people and I worked in the kitchen and I was completely able to be a thousand percent fucking me and I and I'm I was so upfront about this I'm on probation um I'm in recovery I'm working the 12 steps um this is what my life's about you know what I mean and uh and I would tell them I would tell them stories all the time and stuff and this point like I get I start doing steps with Rachel um I asked her when the sun was setting uh last year she had that party at the beach mm-hmm. um I asked her to be my sponsor then nice. and uh we got to sit in my sober living and go over the steps and um and then I move into Carrie's and we just we continue to do the steps you know um and now I'm working in treatment. Damn. Yeah. Um. I but I'm a behavioral health technician. Uh, I work at this private pay place. It's interesting, you know. Um, but like, I have good relationships today, and um, chaos is not so consistent in my life. Nice. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, I try to practice spiritual principles. Um, I'm not perfect you know what I mean um but I really try to just be better than I was you know and especially make those living amends like I don't want to do the things that I've done before you know what I mean and I and so it's a complete 360 like when they say uh the obsession to use has been lifted not even just that but like the obsession to want chaos the obsession of wanting things that i don't need so like going into stores and shoplifting i don't even think of that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. there will be times where i'm like i've been to the target in santee and it hasn't even crossed my mind that i've been in there before and done some crazy shit and i'm going to check out and it isn't until i see that security guard there that i remember but they don't even fuck with me anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not even fun. It's yeah. yeah. And and like I just I just get to walk out. You know what I mean? With it's a not Yeah, with a receipt, dude. Right. Um and uh it's just so much simpler. You know what I mean? Nice. Um I have a consistent sleep schedule. Like I used to not sleep very well. Mm. And so having that routine in jail and then in treatment and then I got to go to Chick-fil-A where it was the same exact hours from 6 a.m. to 2 you know what Mm -hmm. I mean like that I can just lay my head down and go to sleep now I don't even have to take uh, medication to help me with that which I did for a while I took it for 14 months (sighs) maybe 16 17 right um I took trazodone and uh but now today I I don't have to do that you know what I mean yeah I finished outpatient um I'm renting a room from Carrie I have my own car I actually pay insurance on that car every month. You know what I mean? Four matching tires? <laughs> Four matching tires. Come on. That's right. Yeah. One of them deflates a lot, so Will likes to fill it up with air. Um, <laughs> thank yeah. God for Will. Yeah, thank God for Will. Because like, I would uh, just be like, yeah, I'll do it. That's flat. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank God I paid for this insurance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly, dude. And... Uh, I get to have real relationships today. You right. know what I mean? Um, that's consistent in my life. I don't have to hide anymore. Um, I felt like a lot of times in my life, I had this friend group in Claremont. I went to performing arts school. I had my drugs, uh, which, of course, I did with some of those people, but also 
what was I doing more behind that, right? I, would fi- I was finding those people that wanted to do it more mm. and, like, hidden and tucked away. So I was always – it was all a bunch of different lives that I was living, you know what I mean? And now today I don't have to hide. This is who I am. I'm in recovery. Um, and, all like, all parts of my life, are, I'm it's just open. Right. And it's beautiful, you know? Um, is Trevor – are you guys still friends? Trevor is at UC Davis. And he is getting his uh, PhD on chemical engineering. Wow! Oh damn! I know. Wow! And Michael uh, is a pilot. Damn. Yeah. Nice. Lacey has um, kids with Michael's brother. Wow. Yeah. Um, they're really amazing people. There's another. There's some other friends in Claremont that like. Uh, Charlie and Sadie. They let me in even when I was on drugs, you know what I mean? And I was right. always uh, able to go over there. Um, and they are supporters to my life today, you know what I mean? Um, and they are some of my favorite people too. And, like, I, I've gone over there for Christmas mm. and done, like, a white elephant party. Uh, my sister Mary and her husband, I, I get to hang out with them. My sister Josie is living uh, somewhere else, I think, like, Idaho or something. Damn. My dad's in Missouri. Um, he came out here recently and, uh, I got to spend some time with him. I remember he came in his trailer and like, I really just wanted to clean the whole thing, <laughs> you know? But of course, any time that I've ever helped him do anything, I was always trying to take something from him. Right. right. Uh, money or drugs, you know? And so I remember there was a moment, um, that happened where he was like, I could feel that tension. And so I got kind of upset, and I left, and I went and chilled out, and I ended up, uh, actually, Alexandria hit me up randomly, and I ended up telling her how I was feeling and what was going on, and she, like, kind of coached me through it. And she's like, uh, your family's not going to know this new version of you, and so you you can't rush that, you know what I mean? And so I, I ended up going back there the next morning, and I c- ended up telling him, like, I just want to help you. I'm not here to take anything from you. Uh, I'm not here to get any anything over you. You know what I mean? Get one over on you. Um, I just want to help my dad. Mm. So uh, I was able to clean his trailer. Um, I did a bunch of his laundry. Mm. And I just spent time with him. You know what I mean? Um, me and Will got to take him out to eat a bunch of times. And uh, it was it was good. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it was really good. And um, I hope when I get off probation that I get to go visit him. And I get to go visit my sister Josie. When I was in treatment, my mother ended up passing away. Um, so she had cancer. Um, so she ended up passing away. I didn't really get to see her. Um, but you know the the day that she, the day I got that news, um, that night I went to go to sleep, and uh, I was praying or whatever, and and I felt like she was at peace mm. because she had all these problems you know, that blocked her from having connect. This is what I feel that she had these problems that blocked her from having connections with her kids and other people. Right. Um, and so now that I felt that blockage kind of release and, uh, she's always with me. And, uh, my, so I feel like I, sometimes I find dimes, um, and I always find like two of them. If there's one, there's not like, like, somewhere else there's going to be another one, right. you know? 
And uh, I feel like that's my Nana and my mom, right? Uh, so that's, I'm in constant contact with her and my Nana and my stepdad, you know? Um, so that's. Tree stump Willie. Yeah, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't have that today if I, if I wasn't doing the steps. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't feel like I'm somewhat grown up, you know? Like I, I wouldn't have sanity. You know what I mean? And I didn't, I never really understood that there was like a solution to this and that this was the way. But when I find right. when that finally clicked, I was ready to go. You know what I mean? And, right. um, but I have to do, because any, any, uh, false judgment call, I, I could go right back. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So I have to stay connected. I have to do my steps and I have to help others. Um, and so. That's that's really what I'm doing with my life, you know. I d I have aspirations. Um, I don't know if I want to work in treatment forever. Right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I I want to like I messed up my knee. I have a partial tear in my meniscus or a thick tear in my ACL and a partial tear in my meniscus. So I have to like, um, get that fixed. I have to get that fixed. I have to go to the gym and like work it out and all this stuff and um. But who's to say that, like, that won't push me into, like, community theater? Or, uh, like, I, I know that art is cool. I just never, like, had the time to, like, sit there and do it. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, so, like, that could be – I like, now today I can turn negatives into positives. So just because something that I used to love to do is messed up now, like dancing, mm -hmm. like, I don't feel 100% I can do it with my right, – right me you know because i was more of like a freestyler like i'll do whatever you know what i mean and like just the way my body feels that's what i'm gonna do and i'm gonna twist and turn and flip and jump mm. i can't do that anymore you know um who's to say i i will in the future or not you know maybe i'll get there but like this could be pushing me into another direction in my life where i explore other things and so like um that like i have to take gradual steps you know what I mean? And I but I also have to accept things. So like now I'm, I'm in acceptance quicker now. Um I have more patience. Um impulsiveness. Uh, I try to I try to have self-discipline. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Um so yeah, I mean I, I want to go back to community college. I want to explore art. I want to explore acting. Fuck yeah. You dude. know? And if that doesn't fucking work out, then I'll then I'll get an AOD thing and do substance abuse. Or figure it out from there. I'll figure it out from there, you know? Uh, but there's really no, like, end to what... Now I'm really living my life now. Enjoying it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I am enjoying my life, and I get to wake up every day, and, like, the, uh, the world is a playground, but in a good sense, you know? And, like... The playground's not all rusted out and shot out. Yeah. You know? You know? Right. Um... I can actually do things and enjoy them and remember them today. I can remember timely, <laughs> you know. <Sick>. Perks. <laughs> yeah. Cozy, I I think this is a perfect spot to wrap. You just closed it up so fucking brilliantly. You got you got a little Dude, party. She, I don't mean she pulled it all together. Yeah. It was fucking crazy. It was like what you took a shit cat litter to fucking that, and I was like, wow. I felt like I was in an hour and a half of chaos. 
like you sold the sizzle, okay? I'm like, I don't want to party with her. I've fucking decided. Yeah. And then at the end, and then at the end, she just kind of like a nice little cleaner up. Straight yeah. up Rachel Bradley did it. Ugh. <laughs> Sick. That's my girl, man. Yeah, yeah. I aspire to be like her and, and a lot of the women in recovery, you know? Yeah. I seen I seen the whole fucking thing with Rachel. Yeah. Like, was just, and like seeing her seeing seeing her like who she was like what, like three, four years ago? Over like four that. years ago. Yeah, and like in and out and I was like, damn, look here, look here, little mama. I don't know what you got going on. She need to calm the fuck down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take a seat and yeah. put the rot or the Red Bull down, please. And like now, yeah, now yeah. and then now seeing her, dude, like she's probably like solid, solid as fuck. Probably yeah. more solid than a lot of girls I know. Like real solid. Her and Zach. Like sometimes when I call my sponsor, like I know. I already know. Her husband's on the line too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I'm talking to both of them. And like I don't mind that because he comes with a lot of knowledge too. And uh he keeps it 100 and uh i just love them so much you know what i mean it when i have friends that are couples like lance and patrick Ugh. i mean <laughs> lance and cassie lance and cassie are fucking awesome i um, love lance i just love hanging out with them because it it, it feels like family you know yeah. what i mean and uh you get you get both a male and a female perspective, perspective on things right right um and i really I just, I, like, Cassie gives me hope one day um, about having, like, a real relationship with my daughter. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, Carrie always tells me that it's uh, 1 to 18 years old seems like a while, but 18 to, like, 80 is even longer. Mm. You know? So, like, the relationship Cassie has with her daughter, like, I just... um, I really admire that, and it's super inspirational, you know? And even Sage and her mom. Yeah. I have a very oh, strained relationship with my thir- well, almost 13-year-old. Like, there were during the pandemic, there was a rough patch of communication, and she has taken the position to be very fucking, I don't need you, and I don't like you. She doesn't tell me she loves me. She fucking, like, I'll say, I love you, Bridget, and she yeah. will say nothing. She'll just look at me. <sighs> and uh, it's rough, right? And that's the same advice I get. It's like, let her have this moment. If she feels like she needs to be fucking jaded and in her feelings about it, let her have it because she'll walk through that. And on the other side of it, she'll be like, damn, he's not so bad. And he never fucking gave up on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I ain't going to stop. I'm going to tell her I love her until the day I die. You know what yeah. I mean? That uh, nothing has changed. It fucking hurts my feelings. Of course. Mm. But like you said, 18 to 80, I have all of this unsurmountable wisdom to be like, here, kid, these are all the fuck ups I did. Yeah. Don't do this. Well, yeah. You actually yeah. have 13 to 80. 13 to 80. So yeah. 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 yeah like, yeah. like my dad was always there. You know what I mean? Ha- like, even though he was bipolar as fuck, like, he was always there. He always had my back. I could always call him. You know what I mean? Right. And so, like, th- of course, with three daughters, like, we fucking hate you. You know what I mean? All in our, like, teenage years. Um, but, like, there just came a point where, like, I love my dad. And he's always been there for me. You know what I mean? And right. none of that shit fucking matters. Like, this is what matters today. Because, like, when I leave this world, what's going to matter to me is the connections that I have with others. Right. And so that's, like, number one thing. One of the number one things in my life today is, like, building good relationships and connections with others. Right. Yeah. Man. I think it was a great place to wrap. Cody, you absolutely fucking killed it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for that coming on. Thank you for having me. Of Hell course. yeah. Been another episode of the LFG 1904 show. Let's go. <laughs> One.